Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What is up, Gypsy Gang? We are back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast. And look, a little bit of a hiatus, innocent, not really a hiatus. I just say it whenever I haven't been putting out a bunch of shows. But um, yeah, we have been extremely busy on our end of things. Uh, tomorrow, if you're listening to this today, I'm assuming, um, then we have a pretty cool feature coming out on our YouTube channel. Uh, which is Ben Townley giving me a couple of days coaching. I'm, I'm always harping on about motocross technique, uh, but I've never actually had a lesson. So BT spent a couple of days with us um, and we documented that whole process and it was super cool. So uh, that is going to be on the YouTube channel. We also just did our Cape York trip, um, which Rones and Alex filmed that whole thing and we've just got some epic content from that. So we um yeah had a few things in the works got some new stuff coming up um we got a new u.s studio location um so that's probably why we haven't really been able to do as many shows as normal um but we're really getting ready to smash the last half of this year the last quarter of this year so um today's episode though is with an absolute legend and a guy that i've been wanting to get on the podcast for actually like three years for the first time we met. Willem Powerfish doesn't exactly do a lot of podcasts and he definitely doesn't do a lot of three-hour podcasts. Um, this one was extremely fun though and definitely worth the wait. Look, he is an absolute legend of a dude and it, this was just a really fun back and forth. I mean, it, it's kind of funny, like even maybe like 20 minutes into the show he's sort of talking about how he doesn't like talking about himself and I think that's constantly the challenge with doing the podcast is like getting a lot out of people but without making them feel like they're talking about themselves constantly um but yeah we just ended up having like a really good random fun chat um he's a great dude he does a lot for charity he does a lot for um the local community and yeah just a just a super solid guy Uh, on the charity front too 
we actually spoke a fair bit about charity in this podcast um and it's something that i've been looking into recently is just like a way to um i just want to give money uh regularly to charities that can really make uh, a difference uh, it's been something i've been thinking about for a while we ended up talking about a uh, foundation called against malaria um, and it's at againstmalaria.com. Uh, and basically, one of the most effective ways that you can spend money in a charitable sense, um, I guess pound for pound, like for every dollar that you spend, you're going to save the most amount of lives, I guess. Um, but malaria is the biggest killer um, globally. And um, I made a $500 donation um, out of our, actually out of our uh, Gypsy Tales like I guess podcasts like ad we've got like a PayPal where some of the ads go in um, so yeah this money directly came out of our ad revenue um, and we talk about it in the podcast but it's always been something where anytime I have done stuff like that it's just like I've never said anything but then I guess I think the logic of that like I get why people don't um, but I also think maybe guys like um, the powerfish himself they actually do a real service by bringing charity to the forefront of people's mind. Um, and so I hope that, you know, sharing the donation that we made, um, if you're in a position to do a similar thing for any charity, um, yeah, I mean, it, it sort of sucks that sometimes we get a bit jaded about it, but there are some really great charities out there and there's some art, there are some really great ways that you can help. Um, and Willem Powerfish has inspired uh, me to, uh, I guess, follow uh, in a bit of his footsteps with uh, with so much of the charity stuff that he does. So, um, all right, I won't get too much more into the into the weeds on that one. Um, I will, however, now that I spent ad money, uh, need to read from our sponsors. And one of our awesome sponsors are the Q at Manscaped. And look, Q the dramatic music gentleman. All men strive for gold in their life, right? Gold medals, gold watches, gold everything. However, there is a certain type of man who goes the extra mile. He walks with the confidence of an eagle and giggles in the face of danger. He's a big, hairless winning machine, and when he unzips his pants, he sees platinum. That's right, Manscaped would love to announce their best and biggest ultimate hygiene bundle, the Platinum Package 4.0, and it is now available in Australia. Manscaped is the leader in below-the-waist grooming. Now trust them with the whole shebang. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code Gypsy Gang. Uh, this has been awesome for me. I got this package in the mail um, right before we went to Europe, actually, uh, and got to test these out on our road trip. And it's kind of just the same thing as with the Performance Package 4.0. You've kind of just got everything, like step-by-step step to take care of your jewels. Uh, and now you've just kind of got this step-by-step step care package. Um, well, like I guess like male, you know, body cleaning care. Uh, inside the Platinum Package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, the Weed Whacker, Ear, Nose and Hair Trimmer, the Ultra Premium Body Wash, Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner, God knows I need that, the Ultra Premium Deodorant, Crop Preserver, Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver, Ball Spray Toner, Anti-Chafing Boxes and the Shed Travel Bag to hold your goods while traveling. I am currently in Perth. I have the shed travel bag with me. It's been at this point all over the world this year. So 
Manscaped killing it as always and massive, massive supporters of this show. Uh, and if you want to support this show and do yourself a favor in the process, you can head to manscaped.com and for 20% off plus free shipping, just use the code GYPSYGANG. This podcast is also brought to you by the legendary team at boost.com.au. Um, if you haven't signed up to Boost Mobile yet, uh, for new customers right now, you can actually just buy online um, a $30 prepaid SIM uh, with 40 gigabytes of data to use for the month. Uh, and that's only for $10. Um, so for new customers, that's an insane deal. Um, these guys are multiple award winners and they're on the t- full Telstra mobile network. So boost.com.au, one of our long-term sponsors. And these guys have just been incredible to us um, over the last five years or so. We are also brought to you by the guys at Crush Oz. You can head to crushoz.com, have a bit of a browse, have a bit of a peruse uh, through their epic range of bike cleaning products. There's absolutely everything you need for bike care. You've got Rapid Wash, you've got Rotor Revive, uh, Sanex, you've got the Premium Bike Wash, you've got the Platinum Chain Lube, um, the Illuminate Waterless Wash as well, uh, which is really cool. You've got the Afterwash after wash bike spray, which I find super handy, uh, living close to the ocean. Um, and then you've got the ultra drivetrain degreaser as well. So, um, by riders for riders is the slogan and that is absolutely the case. Uh, Matt is an absolute G, uh, and we actually are going to be giving away some crush stuff coming up here shortly too. So keep a lookout on the gypsy tales, Instagram for that. Um, we're also brought to you by the guys at Rival Inc. You can head to rivalincdesigncode.com. If you actually just pump in the search bar Gypsy, you are going to see uh, the replica kit that we did for the 350 build. So um, it's pretty cool. You can actually get that Gypsy kit now. It's like the full retro look. It's really, really sick actually. So um, I'll be posting that on Instagram as well. The link directly to that kit is in the description. Um, but Rivaling Design Co. for all your graphics and jersey printing needs. Um, and use the code Gypsy Gang to get 15% off. That code is also going to work at fisthandware.com. Um, the best handwear in the game, hands down. Um, just did another cape trip, up and back, same pair of gloves, no blisters. It's just, it really doesn't get any better. Um, and also just a quick shout out to Nathan from Coat X as well. We got back from the Cape trip and the Dodge Ram from CTO had to, uh, I just couldn't give it back without getting it detailed. Uh, and the guys at Code X just transformed the thing. Like it was honestly insane. Both my parents text me to being like, I can't believe this is the same car. We just thrashed for two weeks in Cape York. Um, so yeah, that's it from the ads. Uh, thank you to everybody that makes the show possible. And thank you to the fish. Uh, let's get the dog on this one. Well, hey, we just got back from the uh, all-male brothel. I'm here with Will and Powerfish. It was fucking unreal. There was, the cocks in there were like something I've never seen. Fantastic. I was very, very stoked to be a part of it. Uh, always heard about the soup kitchens, never was a part of one, so thanks for giving me that experience, mate. No dramas. And now we're here to talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk. Uh, how are you, man? I'm very excited to do this. We've been, we met probably three years ago at Isaac Butterfield's comedy show. Oh, before fuck, COVID. was that you? Yeah, remember that? Ah, 
Yeah. Now I remember. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I do remember now. Yeah. Yeah, so when we, we sort of talked about doing it, mm. and uh, we're doing it. They all happen when they're supposed to. Yeah, fantastic. So, what's news? Um... A lot, actually. Yeah, you got heaps going on. You've always got heaps yeah, going on. Yeah, there's actually a lot at the moment that's been going on, just transition with, like, the brand and how I run things and kind of, yeah, teamed up with a, a new crew now to um, essentially uh, take less stress off my shoulders and yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then we've had to, like, change the way we make videos because of the attention of the police. And I've got stuff going on with court with them. Um, I'm on a good behaviour bond. Like there's, yeah, there's heaps of shit going on. Fuck yeah, because you've got a, you've just got a hectic life. Yeah, like yeah. But there's one of the things I always like. I watched your content before we met, and then I remember meeting you at Isaac's, and like the nicest, like you're you're like a don't take this the wrong way, but like a soft person. Like, and I think that from your content. Mm. and like tattoos and all that yeah. sort of shit like it'd be so easy to assume that you were just like this fucking hard cunt kind of guy yeah but then we met and i was like it's like the softest nicest dude that i've fucking met and it's like a that then just got me very interested in the content because i'm like oh he's like a legitimate creator yeah. like there's people there's people that i think um uh like they're creators but they're that's like their personality yeah and then i think that there's creators where they're not essentially like the product that they put online mm. and i think they're quite interesting people yeah well it's a character right mm. you know it always has been i've had the same thing people say oh well i was i was surprised i thought you were going to be like this loudmouth fucking dog fucking this fucking that but yeah it's a character you know and i think that's something that some people need to understand as well like i'm in public and They'll come up and be like, hey, what's going on, you fucking dog, your bottom feet? I'm like, oh, <laughs> fucking hell, man. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, but it is what it is. But it's, I mean, it's definitely, uh, it's cool to get to the level that you are in terms of like being that recognized. And I feel like you've actually had an impact on a lot of people's lives in a, in a super positive way. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's definitely it's a weird thing when people like confuse you with your character in a sense yeah i think that why i'm relatable to people as well because i am you know i'm not a clean cut sort of looking person i'm like you know i think i am relatable yeah and people listen to me and you know when i talk about my own struggles and stuff it relates with other people and it's not like I don't know. You can kind of see where people jump on the mental health train. Yes. And they're not really interested at all. They're just going with the what's in at the moment sort of thing. Um, but yeah, like, I don't even know what I'm talking about. But yeah, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I guess to talk about, you just started doing stuff with Troy, right? With with his business? Like, how's that all working? Nah, so... Or it's not Troy? Nah, it? it's not. It's actually... So Adrian is the owner of LMCT Plus. Okay. Um, and he hit me up a while ago and he said, oh, would you want to come on board with us? And so what do they do? Like, so what's they, the... basically his business is uh, like giveaways, cars, caravans, yeah, yeah, houses yeah. and such. And they have a loyalty program where you sign up, you're in every drawer, you can buy packages and they have a little legends foundation charity, which they do stuff for in the community for as well, which is good. Um, and he hit me up and he said, hey, why don't, instead of us being, you know, Competition, Almost, yeah, sense, like yeah. join up, jump on board, and I was like, "Well, I had to think about it." 
and then I thought well fuck it's gonna take a lot of stress off me and you know a lot of people think that if I'm doing these hundred grand giveaways and I'm like all right purchase merch to go in the draw they think fuck he's making a killing mm. like the reality of it was I really wasn't like you gotta sell a shitload of merch like all right let's say you do a hundred grand giveaway you got to sell a hundred grand's worth of merchandise then you've got to sell more merchandise to pay for that merchandise you sold to make that hundred grand to yeah. pay for the prizes so you're always chasing your tail yeah whereas if you have like um something set up like a loyalty program or they can buy packages to go in the drawer where they don't get an actual item there's no overheads yeah yeah you know so that was a big drama and for me i was like i'm ready to go over to that and i knew my fan base weren't gonna like it um no one likes change yeah you know yeah. uh but hopefully they can still see i'm still the same person i'm still out there helping people yeah and i'm you know it's just the same it, it's a it's a tough world there just to be an independent creator and i'm sure with what you're doing like you come into the game with really no experience like yeah. it's just a i think that it's a real uh, tough path to walk when you just get like social media famous like there's no training behind it yeah there's no like uh like for me with this i was a filmmaker so like did all the studio and all the lighting and like that's literally like i did my apprenticeship in that yeah. so for me to step into that world i felt like i knew the roadmap and i knew the business and i had like a set of skills involved in it and then yeah. there's all this new shit that you got to deal with that you have no skills for but i can't imagine having like to learn both of those things at the, at the same time you, you know? just gotta kind of go with it if you you either got it or you don't mm. you find like social media and you you get a following as such and then some people do something with it some don't some do and then they fail mm. some crumble under pressure like the internet's a cruel fucking place it's gnarly eh? it's psycho and if you're thin skinned you're gonna get eaten the fuck up yeah they just come at you with everything and that's why I try and I try and keep my life as private as possible like yeah. I'll talk about my own struggles as such but I'll never show my partner yeah um, you know or, or like too in detail of my actual yeah private life because you're just giving them ammunition yeah well, I think that I'm the same like I mean why like my chick's kind of around at times so like, i'm sure people could find mm. you know who she is and all that sort of like it's, oh they would be looking yeah and i'm yeah. sure like and I'm, i mean i know she gets messages from people that like listen to this and stuff so i mean but it's it's not like a thing you want to like fully cut off and hide like but at the same time it's like how much do you need from me like how much of me do you want do you want everything do you want to know my fucking bank balance do you want to know my chick do you yeah they do like, they do and people do right? yeah they want everything and they'll squeeze you dry and then once they know everything then they don't need you anymore mm. so you think like the mystery is kind I think of a the part mystery of is fucking definitely good 100% but then you see guys on social media and they got partners they're flaunting them mm. you know and they're proud of that mm. well yeah good on them but fuck that I don't want people knowing no. Yeah, it's too much. And I think that there's there's a way too that you can like leverage your partner mm. to get more famous. Cause oh, for sure. Bro, people love couple shit. Only fans. That shit's fucking out of hand. Yeah, it's pretty like, If I was getting paid, I would, I would potentially like 100 grand a month, I would jack off on camera. 100%. <laughs> no doubt about it. Well, that's a good paycheck. You could make that. I bet if you jerked off on camera on OnlyFans, you could make 100 grand. 100 grand? Yeah, easy. 
I would do it for a hundred grand a month. I reckon you could do it. I fucking no doubt about it. Like I would even like I got a buddy that does OnlyFans, and um, majority of his audience are gay. Yeah, and he, you know he knows that. And I said, "Fuck, take advantage of this." <laughs> Lean you know, in. Yeah, like get another bloke in there. Even if you have to kiss him, don't fuck him. Don't even touch. Just kiss him. Yeah. If it's going to bring more money in, why not? Yeah, Take advantage of it. Like some people get, I, I guess, like there's, there's a lot of homophobic people out there. Like, but for me, kissing a dude, yeah, I don't enjoy it, but I would do it for money. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> because it doesn't mean shit to me. Uh, 20 afterwards, bucks is 20 bucks. Well, afterwards, I'm like, whatever. Like, I've pashed a dude before. I was so drunk and um, I was with a mate and I wanted to, uh, I was just when I was doing ocean photography and um, I had a pretty big Instagram account and I wanted to just fuck with my audience. <laughs> and I was like, to the dude, I was like, well, let's just get a, a, a quick video of me pecking you on the lips. <laughs> All of a sudden, like I was blind drunk. It turned into a full pash for about, you know, 10 seconds. It was full on. People have still got the video. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> You know, afterwards, I didn't even care. I was just like, yeah, fuck Did it. you feel gay? Nah. 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 Oh, dude. The craziness come up. I actually watched a movie last night that uh, it's called, Griff, put it up on the screen, Power of the Dog. Power of the Dog. Yeah, I've heard of that. That's it, um, It's uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. I think someone showed me this, actually. Bro, this movie actually fucking blew my mind so like we went into it last night watching oh yeah this is the have you seen it the gay movie i didn't know it was a gay bro this fucking no this is a good movie have you seen it no i haven't seen it watch a trailer watch this fucking it sort of sucks now that you know that it's like a kind of a gay thing but like the dudes play the trailer just with no sound like it's fucking unbelievable really but i thought last night that like this was one of the more this is one of the more brilliant Look movies. Look how many awards it's won. Yeah, I think we we did like the deep dive later. This is how disconnected I am. This thing won two fucking Oscars. Like I had absolutely no idea. Yeah. But um it's so funny. Oh, it's got yeah, it's got him from um Breaking yeah, Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's fucking amazing. Yeah, dude, this whole movie was just unreal. But it's so funny, like you look at Benedict Cumberbatch and so he's just got like this perfect posture. And then he's got, like, the cowboy walk and he's got the fucking chaps on. And, like, so look at his walk, dude. It's unreal. Yeah. But, um, so then, like, as soon as the penny drops for me that he's gay, I'm just like, he's been a gay cowboy the whole fucking movie. Yeah. Like, it's been right under our nose. And it's funny, though, the line, right, between the way I looked at all of his actions when he was just this straight dude to then how I looked at him when I knew he was gay, it completely changed my perspective of him, right? And so I just But you liked him even more. I I love the movie. No, but did you like him even more once he came out he was gay? It just added layers. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so many layers on top of it that you wouldn't actually... Uh, I guess you wouldn't think about if you were just like this is just a straight dude like is there any uh, sex scenes no it's actually Ooh. quite cool how they do it though there's like some fucking you need a little bit you know, uh, what they did though that was bloke on bloke action in there that's probably as hectic as oh, it gets it's not even any kissing nah but you should see what they did do though they went they cut to a couple big horses just like oh like, okay like, right, like right at that it was yeah Kristen Dunst I don't know about her she's a bit of a fucking vibe killer yeah yeah she was in this movie too but um it's just something about her man she's just 
Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. She, how old is she? She looks old in this movie. I think they went for the old thing, mm. and they really hammed up the old, and she fucking looked pretty. So old. where does the dog come into everything? Then power of the dog. It's kind of a part of the thing. It's like a motif mm. of the story. But watch it. So let me know what you think. It was fucking brilliant. But I'm so glad mm. that I watched that not knowing it was gay yeah, right. at all because the like yeah the the way that a perception can be changed of a person once yeah. you knew that they were gay and i'm fucking all for it yeah so yeah. there's like absolutely zero homophobia mm. there but it was just so interesting and like i guess the way that i related some of his traumas and i i started looking at him as a victim instead of a yeah, okay. a bully in that sense because like the way that the story kind of is but yeah it's just piggyback off your uh your non-gay kiss it was just like a, a very interesting uh way to like look at a person before and after mm. you you know they're gay well i've never seen the guy I kissed again and it, it, if he ever hears this or watches this just know i really really enjoyed it <laughs> I fucking love it. I love it. <laughs> nah look i did it and afterwards my mate he actually went for a piss and then he came out and he come out in the middle of it yeah and he's like what the fuck and then anyway it stopped and i was like yeah fuck yeah let's what, get it, what if what if the friend never fucking walked in how long would it have gone yeah geez nah like i know I, I was drunk but you know i still knew what i was doing yeah and i was just like woo anyway i posted on instagram i went home passed out woke up in the morning all these missed calls from my family and everything like followers were just like dropping off like flies you gay faggot all this just bullshit and i was just like fuck and then from that moment on i was like i'm definitely not gay because i didn't enjoy it yeah it wasn't a thing i was like yeah like half barred up while i'm kissing him like if you're yeah. kissing a chick you're gonna your jo- shit your, that goes on your yeah. johnson's gonna Six start to midnight yeah so now nah, it was just like but look, fuck, man, hundred grand a month to, yeah. to jack off on camera or... Fuck, yeah. It's good cash. That's good money. It's well, that's what I told him. Get another bloke in. So, wait, Kiss so him. he does OnlyFans as a straight male. Yeah. And, like, his, he's like, oh, yeah, I do it because chicks watch it, but it's mostly a gay audience. And his audience. chick does it as well. Okay. And they do things together on hers, but he's got his own. I was like, man, just... And what does he do? Just, like, jack off and shit, like, solo dude shit. I've just seen photos of his Johnson. Okay. He, Has he got a good hog? <sighs> yeah. Well, it's fuck. beautiful. Really? It is just fucking a masterpiece. Really? It is... So, it's just big... Straight. Like, and I don't look at Cox as being beautiful art. things yeah. as art yeah. but it's kind of a thing that you can look at and you wouldn't even like you know you wouldn't even care if he had his pants down all the time while you're around he's just like what's fair well yeah like just get it out and i don't blame him for doing it but fuck get another bloke in there even yeah. just pictures just mm. laying together you know just act it out yeah get that money in bread take advantage of it fucking hell yeah well i think that the uh i i, I would imagine that there were just dudes fucking like left and right before they wrote the bible because the bible like a lot man back in the day it was incest as fuck it was just just mass orgies yeah just families getting in on everything everyone was related to everyone the romans and the greeks were just straight fucking kids savages constantly and then the bible come in and they're like look we probably need to fucking rein this in like I feel like just the as a species 
there's probably oh what hang on what'd you say the Romans and that were fucking kids dude that's like really widely known that there was like a lot oh, of shit yeah, yeah, yeah like pedophilia and stuff like that in the in the uh, look could just google something like that just be like great uh, like what yeah like Greek empire pedophilia or Roman empire pedophilia it's like a fairly well known thing sick fucks but that's what I'm saying. It wasn't sick fuck back then. It was then. normality. Like, you know what I mean? Sick. It's obviously like super... Fu- it's super weird and it's probably like damaging for children. But it still exists today. But it, that know? was the thing that... Pedophilia in ancient Greece and Rome. Wow. While the practice of pedophilia today is a morally wrong and illegal act, some of the ancient Greeks and Romans regarded it as common practice and sometimes something to be celebrated. Pedophilia was common in Greek and Roman mythology and daily life. Um, wait up. Let me... Go down a bit, group. Wait there. Um, but the ancient Romans and Greeks openly practiced forms of pedophilia, although it was not legally or morally regarded as it is today. Forms of pedophilia were common among uh, nobility and were often seen as rites of passages for the youth involved in them. Scroll down. We need an ad blocker. Um, but yeah, like it's a fairly common known thing. And then we went from that and away from like mythology of worshipping like many gods to one. And then that one god was like, nah, bro, shit fucking stops. Well, you can go down that rabbit hole fucking deep. Deep. Like, like <laughs> even in today, like, you know, you look at all the hierarchies, the politicians, all that shit, the new... The law that only passed a little while ago, the suppression order. What's that? Well, where you can't talk about pedophiles. So if you're a victim and you've been sexually abused, you you can't, can't talk, talk about it. Can't talk about it. Man, it, it's it's fucking like insanely common still. Eh? Oh yeah, like, there's a lot it's of massive. people that fucking, have. Man, I think I read somewhere. Have a look. How many children go missing each year in the U.S.? And I seen it was somewhere around eight hundred thousand. That is so many fucking I could be people. wrong, but I, I do remember. Like, it's absolutely fucking mind-blowing. Uh, oh, yeah. I haven't done a podcast since the Queen died. Rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. She's dead, eh? She's very dead. Fucking lizard. <laughs> lizard woman, eh? <laughs> yeah. That's what they reckon. She was a fucking lizard. She, well, Have she, you heard about that? No. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you. Go deep down the hole. Uh, I, I, I read a book on, like, the whole lizard people conspiracy. There we go. Whoa! Approximately 840,000 children are reported missing each year, and the FBI estimates that between 85 and 90% of these uh, are children. Okay, so it's so. not just the US, is that... Oh, no, it is the US. Yeah, see? Told ya. That is hectic. Yeah, because that's that's the biggest fucking... Like, that's bigger than... More money than drugs. This yeah. shit. Whoa. So, all right. Sorry, Griff. You're having a big day on the Google. Um, organ harvesting Mexican cartels. Yeah, Apparently, right. this is like the new big thing is that uh, they're fucking, the cartel is like taking kids and then transporting the drugs in the bodies of kids, but they're actually harvesting the organs and the organs are more valuable than the drugs. Wow. Let's see that. Uh, all right, top one, The Guardian. See, this is in The Guardian, so this is actually a respected newspaper. Uh, continue. Officials say man held for alleged drug trafficking is suspected of involvement in a network that killed children to sell their organs. Mexican authorities have captured an alleged drug trafficker from the uh, Caborelos Temporalos. <laughs> 
cartel uh, officials say is being investigated on suspicion of kidnapping and murdering children in order to harvest their organs yeah, right. for sale. There is some sick fucking shit. Yeah, there's shit going on there, but we don't. It's we never get shown it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not on the news. No. Like, how many people know that many kids go missing in the US each year? You That's know what I mean? So many fucking like, people. Well, they and they said that. Um, just go back to that article, Griff. Sorry. The um, nah, the kids missing. Go back. Just probably yeah. Go back again. Yeah, that one. And that said, um, while most reports of missing or abducted children resolve within hours, many involve situations where a child goes missing per- uh, permanently or for an extended period of time. Mm. How go to that? How many children are never found? That would be scary. Go down. In 2019, 421,000 children in the US were reported, reported missing. One out of every 10,000 missing children reported to the police is not found alive. Okay, so does that mean if it's one out of every 4,000? Would that be 4,000? From 800,000? Well, uh, so in, it said in 2019, oh, 421. Yeah. Yeah. Still a lot of fucking kids that go missing and dead. Well, it's just they're not getting away with it. Well, maybe this is why we shouldn't kiss dudes because it the natural rabbit hole is kissing dudes to fucking organ harvesting for kids. So maybe that's the link. As well, we you don't know. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's some scary shit, man. That's why I don't want to have a fucking kid because it's just a creepy world. Are you are you're on that camp? You don't want to have a kid? No, nah, man. I can't. Wa- I can't protect that kid twenty four seven. Can't watch it forever. Like it's got to have its own life, and shit can go. Not only that, like just today's age, like cancer is as common as a fucking cold. Mm. I couldn't bear to have a child, and then it gets sick, and there's nothing I can do for it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I think that just the time we're in now with what's happening in the world, it's just uh, I'd rather just not fuck with it mm. you know is your your partner on the same page yeah i guess so. no not really but <laughs> yeah most chicks have like a clock that's ticking yeah out. and look i'm i just kind of put the foot down i guess and yeah no they i i pretty much had that i had that uh opinion but then i also like if you play the opposite side there's also you kind of get a chance to bring a kid into the world that could be like a net positive for humanity and then it's like imagine i think about i got a pretty fucking solid childhood um but i imagine all the shit that i didn't know that if i was to like do my life over again i could be like all right this is what you should start doing this is what you should start let's do this if you do this now like it'll pay off in this time like blah 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 and you imagine the head start you could have in life if you it's almost like you were given some of the cheat codes from a young age. You yeah, know? look, there's pros and cons to it. And like, it's, I guess it just comes down to personal preference, mm. you know. Um, we're actually, people say that we're overpopulated. We're underpopulated. Massively underpopulated, yeah, so man. That's because no one wants to have any kids. Yeah. Um, so yeah, blame me, but yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I did. Have you been down the rabbit hole on that? That. Yeah, look, I had a little little look into it, yeah. Had a squiz? Yeah, it seems pretty correct. Yeah. Yeah. D- dude, so I think I uh, I was like fully on the whole China's going to just take over Australia kind of wagon for a bit. And yeah. so I started doing a bunch of like reading and listening to podcasts and stuff around that. And um, it turns out they're just fucked. They're fully, fully fucked. Like they, their population, they, there's like these population uh 
like charts essentially and they're they're, they're supposed to have like a taper like a pyramid yeah but when it's opposite it basically can fall over yeah. but like so they had this crazy problem of like they didn't start any industrialization until the 70s right so it was all just rice fields and mm. full rural kind of deal then in the 70s they pretty much have like this massive industrialization push everyone goes from the rural farms into cities and then those cities get developed and then the cost of living in cities means that like you don't really have space for a family and it's like too expensive and then you just spend all of your like producer years working Mm. and then the basically like why it's less of a problem in the more developed western world is because like you're a fucking businessman and you're working in the cbd right Mm. and then what do you do you retire and then you leave the CBD mm. and then you go into a place that's like great to live when you're retired. Retired, yeah. They don't have any of those places. In in China, it's still rural yeah, and city. And then the people that have got the money now because they did all the work since the 70s, mm. they've, they're like, I ain't fucking leaving where we got to go. <laughs> so then they're staying in the cities and now no new people can move. Like, it's actually a, a full-on thing. And yeah, right. They reckon by by 2040 it's like real big big trouble for them and then the so what saves countries from that is immigration mm. and no one wants to move to china so well, they have like this huge not. immigration and I then going to fucking china and then so the chinese are crazy about people coming into china mm, they don't so, want anyone in no they just want chinese because they can control chinese yeah geez fuck eh world's a wild place it's why we need people like you well, yeah. Bright in the day, you know. More blokes with more blokes. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, it's, um, yeah, crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So where so where did the content thing start for you? So you originally had the photography, right? And yeah. you were doing like underwater. So I guess what's like that kind of backstory of how you kind of got into it? I don't know, man. I was... Um I was doing aged care and disability support work. Then I picked up a camera. I started fucking around with that. Then it started getting traction. People were like, oh, you can sell these. And then I started selling them, started making an income from that. Left, left disability, done that. And then my buddy said to me, he said, um, was it him or me? I can't remember. But we were like, let's go to a jetty and just fuck with people. Yeah. Let's cast over their line until they snap. <laughs> and then it basically just went from there into what it is and there's been a lot lot challenging along the way i wish i knew that it was going to be successful and pick up traction because Mm. i would have banked a lot of those videos and just you know because you can't do it anymore because everyone knows who you are Mm. but if you didn't release anything you banked it all up you'd have fucking gold you know so everything basically turned into a skit Mm. because well everyone knew who i was it was just too fucking hard and i was like well who cares if it's it's still going to make people laugh um the powerfish character you know he's not real it was all bullshit anyway kind of like a, um what's a guy that done like uh all aussie adventures oh uh russell coit yeah like that yeah, like it's yeah, bullshit yeah, yeah but you yeah. still watch it and you laugh like cause and you know it's bullshit yeah, it's entertainment yeah it's entertainment and i'd always release a video and then people be like fucking fake fucking fake or you know and it's kind of like well I don't need a state if it's real or not because I'm not st- I'm not putting in the title like this is completely real like yeah, you know, yeah. it's like fuck use your head yeah but you got those die die hard people that 
fuck, they take it to heart so bad. Yeah. Like, they're like, how could you make a fucking fake video? Like, fuck, man. Like, calm down. You Do know? they know that uh, that Spider-Man isn't real? <laughs> I don't know. I think that people just, fuck, they get so sucked in to a lot of things. And then, yeah, how could you just think that the whole thing's been real? Because a lot of people say, like, go back to your old videos that were real. And then there's old videos that they think are real. But they weren't, not, they yeah, weren't real, yeah, 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 you yeah. know? But they all thought it was real. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like, whatever. It, it was kind of the internet, though, at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, the... the Because what year would have this been, you reckon? I started in 2019. Yeah, okay. So, like, kind of right before... Just before COVID. Like, yeah. 2019 was, like, peak humanity at yeah. this point. Like, the graph's kind of gone down a little mm. bit since then. But um, I think that the internet was just a bit of a different place then, too. Because mm. it's funny you watch you've got the OG pranks and then they those kind of went all through YouTube especially and Facebook and shit yeah. for a long you get like Shami and Jackson mm. those guys and then they sort of started getting like ripped to pieces in a sense for like the fake pranks and things like well, that well I think but from I think- the beginning man those dudes like Shami and Jackson were like fuck they were the first ones in all it's pretty much doing I still remember the videos of them you know taking their clothes while they're in the, at the gym or whatever and then they're yeah, running yeah. off or he had a, he had his missus and he'd push her into the bush like that shit was like just going psycho and at that time there was no money being made off Facebook but at that time it was fucking just imagine going, if those boys were gonna get were getting paid back oh then. they would be fucking very minted but, but they're still wealthy yeah they're doing it now anyway. um, but yeah like those guys were the pioneers for it all I think and um, even from the beginning that their stuff was all skits you know but a lot of people still watch that stuff and say, oh, how could you do that to him? Or like, it's like, fuck, don't you guys get it? It's a show. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you really think they're going to be making themselves so vulnerable to get attacked by like sleeping without a door lock or like, you know, like, it's like, fuck, it's a show, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, and even I think about that with this, like mm-hmm. there's a certain sense where I'm a, like different to, not, I guess, different, but... I I speak a different way off the podcast at times. Like I'm just literally fucking chilling. Like I yeah. won't say that much shit. Mm. But you get on here and it's like, okay, well I have to have a conversation. Like yeah. let's fucking let's flesh it out, you know. Mm. Um, so I, I think that there's just an element of performance in like pretty much everything. But mm. I think that you like the character. There's I, f- I feel like there's the powerfish character, but then there's there's you as well and i think that people like you got a following independent of powerfish like you got a following because of that yeah but you did relate to people in a in a pretty heavy way and i think that's why you got the support that you did like i remember watching when you first started doing merch and i like i was doing the podcast at that point and mm. i was like i know how hard it is to sell merch yeah and i just like saw the amount of orders and shit that you were doing i was just like holy fuck like people really love this thing. and that was like all organically too mm. like that was without doing the giveaways and all that sort of stuff and then i guess when i started coming in to the money side of things and getting that extra cash flow i was like well fuck i want to you know help people so first i helped my family of course um which i didn't you know um, make public as such like help my parents with some land for a house you know all that sort of stuff um, you know um, and there's a lot of things we do off camera as well that yeah. I don't even really want to show and I'm kind of getting to the point now where I'm kind of like I feel almost 
bad sometimes when I've got my cameraman with me and I'm going and I want to help some, but we have to show yeah, because yeah. people want to know where money's going. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it's not like it's my response. Like I'm not indebted to doing it. There's no contract. I don't have to do these things like, but I just choose to Yeah, because it makes me feel good, of course. But um, I think that, oh, fuck, I lose my train of thought so fast, eh? There's a thing though, just, just to speak on that. Um, there's a weird, there's a weird, thing that we have in society where you don't it's like weird to publicly donate to charity right because then it's like well if you're genuine in your intentions then you shouldn't have to advertise that you're donating to charity and it's like true but donating to charity isn't exactly like a normal thing that people just do every day right so it's like at this point donating to charity is like underrepresented and probably needs to be marketed because so like for, for me personally when when i was riding to cape york actually it's probably a good fucking segue to do this but when i was riding I was, I was thinking a lot about charity and i started listening to some podcasts about like the most effective charities that you can donate to yeah in terms of like one dollar spent equals yeah x amount is like what's the most thing that you can do hmm. and apparently it's mosquito nets uh, in Africa. Can you look that up, Griff? Say like mosquito, uh, net. mosquito net donations Africa or like, or bed net charity. Um, just type in bed net charity. But apparently this is the most um, effective way that you can spend to any charity. money to any charity. The wow. most amount of lives will be saved dollar for dollar. Um, because, yeah, so just click into something like this. Yeah, just go, just go to that one. Um, but yeah, so basically, um, yeah, so we're, we're just for those just listening, um, we're on against malaria foundation against malaria foundation works to prevent the spread of malaria by distributing long lasting insecticide treated mosquito nets to susceptible populations in developing countries. AMF has been active in 36 countries in Africa, Asia, and South America with a particular focus on the sub on sub-Saharan Africa. Uh, malaria is one of the most severe public health problems worldwide. It's a widespread and deadly disease um, concentrated in equatorial regions, primarily in sub-Saharan Africa, where 93% of malaria-related deaths occur. Each year, over 200 million people become infected with malaria and 435,000 die. Over 60% of these deaths are children under five years old, making malaria one of the leading causes of child mortality in Africa. Uh, Even when non-fatal malaria can damage children's cognitive development, pregnant women are also highly vulnerable with the health health of both mother and unborn child at risk. So, uh, yeah, basically, if you want to be effective money-wise, like $500 could save like literally fucking thousands of lives. Fuck. yeah 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 so what? but anyway so i was thinking uh, a lot about this when i was writing um and then have you given him any money no i'm i'm, I'm going to so oh, that's right. why i was like but then i was thinking about it i was like it'd be cool to do something through the podcast and then i'm like then that hit me that whole conundrum of like oh but i i wouldn't necessarily publicly want to donate to charity but then it's like well if people don't know that this is a thing and that for like five hundred dollars mm. you could save thousands and thousands of fucking lives and we do have an underpop like 
the world's not overpopulated. Like we yeah. shouldn't just be thinking that like kids in Africa should die because yeah, we got we enough fucking people. But um, but yeah. So and it, it really did make me think about a lot of what you do and showing money being given away. Mm. It probably has a negative look at times but then i think about it and i think if you're encouraging other people to be charitable Mm. then that's massive because there's a real marketing issue with giving money away yeah i think it's that and showing that you know they contributed and they're all a part of it yeah and we all did it together instead of you know because it wouldn't be possible without them yeah you know and i can't go out and say oh this is from me because it's not just from me Yeah. yeah i can keep the money for myself but what for yeah you know it's like buying a house with 10 bedrooms you can only fucking sleep in one you've got three cars you can only drive one yeah yeah you know all that sort of shit's irrelevant when when you die you got nothing yeah um and you know my own mental health of you know i still struggle fucking every day man some sometimes i want to be here sometimes i i don't yeah and um it's it's very very difficult and uh people always message me oh yeah you beat it how'd you do it nah i didn't beat shit Mm -hmm. like i'm fucked up like still now on medication i've got issues with medication at the moment i need to see a different psychiatrist blah blah blah. um the the list goes on but with the the charitable stuff it helps my mental health Mm -hmm. you know and um you know there's pros and cons to people doing it for different reasons and i think that i can see who's genuine and who's not and who Mm -hmm. doesn't give a fuck or wants views for it and at the end of the day who cares because at least yeah, they're doing it for the wrong reasons, but that person got it, something. It's like a net positive, right? Like, exactly. yeah, and that, that's the way I was kind of thinking about exactly. it. Exactly. So you got people that are on there just like, you know, they're not, this sh- doesn't look good and they make people, you know, feel uncomfortable and they don't want to be videoed and stuff. But, you know, that person does it anyway. But look, they're getting help yeah from somewhere we live in a society today where everyone lives for themselves it's so true man everyone's greedy as fuck and we're all brainwashed into having all these materialistic things and living that lifestyle of just bullshit Mm. and that's all it is is bullshit because materialistic items don't make you happy momentarily Mm. yeah they'll give you a little bit of a fucking happiness but after that you're fucked when did did you realize that because i'm assuming that you weren't like a wealthy wealthy no. dude before you, the powerfish thing happened well in photography i made a lot of money okay i made a lot but i had issues with drinking and gambling and i fucking ruined re- relationships business wise and you know threw everything down the drain it all fucked off and i i knew from this the second i started making an income from powerfish i was like i'm not gonna fuck this up it's yeah. like a second chance you don't yeah. get this like you know like you said selling merch is hard you know it's um people can have fucking 10 million followers and they want to sell merchandise and they launch it but people may not buy it because they don't feel connected to the person 100 percent. they'll watch your videos but they're not going to be invested enough to give money to yeah. fucking you know purchase something so i've been lucky in that regard um and that's why this whole venture of like moving powerfish with lmct plus with adrian it's um scary because i was like fuck i hope people like you know the bad comments were coming in you fucking sell yeah. out shit like that and i, I was, saw your videos this morning yeah. yeah like it fucking hurts because you know I, I try and do as much as i can to help who i can and make people laugh and do a listen and they're just like as soon as you make one move they're like fuck you yeah you know and i find it a bit of like it's kind of a little bit disrespecting to me yeah. and like you know it wasn't well, even that long ago the floods like fuck we gave a hundred grand 
wasn't giving 100 grand to a charity i had the cash and i was going into these stores into bunnings buying this shit taking it to the people that needed it like that shit that's legitimate charity yeah and that's the way we do it we don't necessarily donate to a corporation it's doing it in person because you know where those funds are going yeah you know what i mean but like shit like that the mosquito net thing like fuck if that's 100 percent legitimate and they get all the fucking money that shit like that's a really good idea i think there should be more charities like that and people that's another problem with charities man is that it's really 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 hard to know where that money goes uh i'm pretty lucky in that sense so there's a guy that i listen to fairly religiously his name's sam harris yeah he's a neuroscientist and author he's got a meditation app and that's actually how i really started following him was once i started using that app i've been using that app for like four or five years now um and he's i think his business like that waking up business actually donates 10 percent of all revenue to charity and as a part of that and it makes fucking millions Mm. um but as a part of that he has done like a lot of really gnarly research into uh like specific charities mm. um so i kind of just piggyback off yeah whatever okay. list because i think you just got to find someone that you trust and then well you, you got to look at the, sh- the the shit and the backlog there of fucking the bushfires mm, bro like, where the fuck that money go yep where the fuck did it go it's and then it's just like no one gives a fuck anymore yeah yeah, yeah. It just gets swept away it's like there could be a really big issue that's going on and everyone's chucking up a fucking fit then the media just throws out a curveball yeah here let's let's fucking distract them have you seen there there was like uh a leaked espn or oh, sorry a cnn memo that basically <clears throat> it was like a meeting some audio that got clipped from a meeting from at cnn where they were like yep yeah, we're gonna really go hard on climate I, change yeah, for the I next and yeah. you see that that was probably one of the biggest like side benefits oh fuck it's like a benefit but it can also go too far is like people really lost faith in the media fucking after, oath. well that's all we COVID. had yeah well really for the internet the internet fucked them in a big way as well huge and um you know because now we can all be opinionated and we can get our resources and news from somewhere else you know it's not just one fucking place so they still try and push their agendas across of of course and there are people that are still stuck in that fucking just tunnel vision just media sit down watch the news holy fuck do you see that oh my god you know it's like fuck me but those agendas are just that it is a like a clear agenda and you could see it went like bushfires then it went covid and then covid stopped and i mean i when i lived in the states it was it was one of the reasons I fucking wanted to leave to be honest because yeah. it was so polarised there yeah like everyone all you'd fucking talk about would be like fucking Obama and then Trump and then Bo- and I'm just like fuck man I just don't know that you need to talk about politics as though it's sports yeah you know, like, like it's people cool. talk about the footy like it's cool yeah yeah oh, yeah oh man did you hear about Trump fucking yeah. like and it becomes super toxic but I think that that was one of the good things about COVID is people really went away from the media and they really did a lot of their own research but then on the flip side is it just sent some people just so fucking deep and then the the if you're like a conspiracy person and you believe in every single conspiracy Mm. then you you're a contrarian like you just believe the opposite of what everybody else believes if you don't don't think that's healthy if you don't believe what the news are saying then you're a conspiracy conspiracy theorist Mm. that's basically what they were trying to push across as yes you know which is man i believe in i believe in anything i want 
I couldn't <laughs> give a fuck if someone says you, you're a weirdo. Yeah. What, are you, what are you talking about? Well, fucking don't worry about it then. Yeah. That's just what I fucking believe in. And um, there's a lot of fucked up shit that I um, look up and l- look into down the deep, the rabbit hole of like the pedophilia rings and fucking. I believe all that shit. The um, adrenochrome. What's that? Oh, you don't know adrenochrome. No. So adrenochrome's um, blood of children. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I believe that shit happens for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, like Hollywood, this big pedophilia ring, like all those motherfuckers, like, yeah, I don't doubt it at all. Well, you think about, though, like the level of money and fame that you've received, right? There's a point to, and like in my case as well, there's there's like certain, a, a place I could go, there'd be like an event that I could go where I'd be very well known. And there'd be fucking girls there and there'd be like, you could essentially do whatever. Mm. I wouldn't have to pay for nothing. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck, that's living good. Mm. That's me. No fucking body. Yeah. Imagine Bill Clinton, <laughs> like the 43rd, 42nd president of America, yeah. worth fucking billions of dollars, got secret service around him at all times, yeah. got safe rooms, got like access to any fucking... Imagine. Mm. Um, and imagine how boring your life would be if you didn't like so what would you do and i mean me and my mates talk about this all the time like i've lived a fucking insane life like there's we say all the time like i've forgotten that i've been in some countries mm. so imagine what they're like like these had like um like these fucking bombed countries before well, like people like I, that you know yeah that's why i look at um real rich people real rich people you know they come they got a lot of money they can go everywhere they can do anything they ever wanted you know, and then most of them turn into fucking drug addicts or alcoholics because there's nothing else to do. Exactly, you've they've realised. You've got nothing to work for, strive for. It's like being brought up in a rich family. And nothing fills the void. Exactly. So you're fucked. And that's yeah. why you, uh, I don't know, fucking hell, how much cocaine can you physically do? I don't know, before even that gets boring. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like people, there's like a, a baseline of you know like what can affect your mood it's like um what about remember the movie hostel the old horror movie so they would kidnap the um i do remember i don't know if i watched it the very rich elite people would pay fucking big money for different um nationalities and they kill them yes that shit would be fucking real for sure that shit fucking exists 100 percent. no doubt about it you do get used to like whatever you get it's like a baseline for reality yeah. in a sense you know like if and if, yeah if you're doing blow every day like at some point if you do blow off a stripper's ass for the 500th time like that's the 500th time you've done you're blow off it. a stripper's you're ass over like, it. so then what do you do next exactly you kill the stripper and then you fucking you drink, do blow off you, her kid you drink, or you, you drink her blood <laughs> yeah or then you use you use her kid's blood for your blood exactly but yeah you I don't know man like fuck if I I guess that people are different, but if you had that much money, wouldn't you just go out there and fucking help people? Or you just, they just, it, maybe they just hate people and they're like, yes, they're struggling, fucking suck shit. I'm not giving <laughs> you fucking nothing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what is it? Well, dude, did you see today the Patagonia dude gave his company away to talk about the exact opposite? Have you, did you see this story today? Did he give away his company? Go to that, Griff, Patagonia. Just literally Google Patagonia. That's all you'll need to type in. Who do you, what, to who? To, the patagonia trust like some fund so it's just going to be like voted on go down go down oh wow uh top 
top news story of the Guardian. The Guardian's getting some clicks today. Patagonia's billionaire owner gives away company to fight climate crisis. So when they say billionaire, did he become a billionaire from Patagonia? Yeah. Yep. He did? Yeah. Is Patagonia that big? Fucking Jai Squamous, bro. Is, is that him? You go down? Yeah, I think so, yeah. My brother just finished reading his book. Apparently it was fucking epic. Well, he looks pretty fucking weathered and old. I wouldn't say he's got long left, so he's probably... I don't know, man. Oh, how's that? One of those. Uh, so, um, go up. We'll just read this article for people, give them some context. Setting a new example in environmental corporate leadership, the billionaire owner of Patagonia is giving the entire company away to fight the Earth's climate devastation, he announced on Wednesday. Patagonia founder Yvonne Cunard, who turned his passion for rock climbing into one of the world's most successful sportswear brands, is giving away the entire company to a uniquely structured trust and non-profit designed to pump all of the company's profits into saving the planet. Uh, as of now, Earth is our only shareholder. What a fucking gangster. Yeah, that's pretty... Full on... So that's the exact opposite of what we're talking about. But... Um, yeah, That's, I mean, I just think that you get to, like, this stage. But, like, he's already got a lot of money, right? You'd have to figure that you'd have, like, a couple million cash. Your More house is done. Assets would be fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I wonder... He probably owns fucking multi-billion dollar real estate fucking yeah. estates or whatever. I don't know, but good on him, like... How good is that, though, eh? That's setting up, like, a pretty solid solid example for... That's like a diamond in the rough, but... Oh, like, ma- that'll never happen again in our lifetime. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's either going to be like a new trend and people start doing it. But it's it. just weird, right? Because like he's doing all this for for the planet, but then you've got like the big corpse and like the top dogs that are just going like this. Like just oh, yeah. Weighing him down. Like, so he'll be pushing, he'll be pushing uphill, mm. like against what is actually going on, you know? Well, you think about every, you know, like the Leonardo DiCaprio's and all that of the world that are always talking about climate change, always in private jets. Take a fucking bus. Because uh, yeah. that's going to be a lower carbon Look, footprint. Leonardo DiCaprio is a hot fucking dude, but so we'll let him off. Apparently, it's with Gigi Hadid. I'm just a full fucking gossip queen today. I don't know what's He's going what? on. He's what? With Gigi Hadid. You know her? That young chick. Yeah. She like fucking 17? Yeah, she's not, not old. Like She'd 20? Like 21, 22. Jesus. He'd be fucking 50. Yeah. Slaying. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's a little bit fucking weird. What's the cutoff? How old are you? I'm 37. What's your cut off? Oh, man. Probably like 30. Okay, that's 30, very respectable. Something like that. I don't know. It just feel too weird. It would be weird. Like, you know, I'm I'm not really into that sort of shit. Anytime I really went out and partied and got drunk, I wasn't looking for chicks. Mm. I was just looking to have a good time. Yeah. I don't care about that shit. It's like when people... The one thing I never understood is people that cheat on their partners. I've always been like, well, what's the fucking point? It's a net why, negative. Why are you with these people in the first place? And especially if you don't tell them. Mm. Like, yeah, you live with yourself. But, um, yeah, no, I don't fucking... Yeah, that's really off topic, but yeah. No, no, it was fun. It's <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a gnarly deal, but seeing uh, seeing old Leo fucking with, with old Gigi. Yeah, well, g- good on him, you know, but makes him happy. He's but... definitely got a type. you got to be, like, pretty solid she'll in be your gone. Own... She'll be gone soon, and he'll fucking... I don't know, mate. When you're that big and that... It's got to be weird. Like, what are you chasing at that point? Like, exactly. Like, to dump a 25-year-old 
And then like, I think there was like some graphic I saw the other day that had like a animation of like his age and then like his fucking partner's ages and that all get to like 25 and then Jesus stop Christ. and then he get a new chick. And get to 20. I don't know. Is age really... When people say age is just a number. Yeah, but... Is it? Well, not to Leo because he's got a very specific age that he wants to like keep in the ballpark, you know? Mm, I wonder how big his Johnson is. No, I don't know. It's funny because there's a lot of famous Hollywood actors, that you, female, that you can Google and find naked pics of or mm. a sex tape or whatever, but there's not very, like, you know, Brad Pitt. I feel like you see a bit of Benedict Cumberbatch's hog. He actually looked like he had a bit of a fucking sword on him in that in the Could be CGI. Could be I would definitely get them. That's why you've got to look for the stuff pre-90s. Yeah, the raw shit. Yeah, eh? look for that stuff because (laughs) I think that... Well, actually, Tommy Lee actually posted a photo on his Instagram. Yeah, but he has the most massive cock ever. They left it up for like fucking 12 hours. Really? They didn't take... And I couldn't believe it. I just kept going back there looking, looking. I was like, are you kidding? Like... So he you, posted a picture of his own cock. Yeah, like this, like looking down like that. Really? Just the Johnson just like... And I was just like, fuck me. Like, usually it's all like automated, right? Just mm. picks it up, the AI shit, just fucking bang, take it down. But I don't know, maybe they just didn't rec- couldn't couldn't recognise the size, maybe. It was like, no, nah, that's not a Johnson. That's too yeah. big. <laughs> 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 Hashtag bakery. But, Hashtag um, bread. Yeah, like, you should watch that uh, Tommy Lee... Um, sex tape with Pam? Already watched it. Not the actual sex <laughs> tape, the uh, TV TV series that... Uh, Around it? Seth Rogen made. Really? Yeah, it's pretty good. Huh. Yeah, he made it. Yeah, It's right. not Tommy Lee and Pam in it, of course, but just... Um, he made it about that. that yeah, and it's deal. fucking good. That's it. The whole story. Because you, do you know the story of how it not, got leaked? Not yeah, really. Yeah, so it just goes into the characters of how it got leaked and um, the one who leaked it. and It's just fucking full on, eh? That would have been worth so much money. And the guy then, got dude. fucking nothing. Who? He the got guy that nothing. released it? He got nothing. Well, he shouldn't. He got nothing. Just all the events that happened, I was just like, fuck, you're kidding. But at the same time, he was being a cunt to him. Like, he was working at his house. He was being a complete douchebag. Like, I don't know if this is all true, all of it, but this is just in the show. You know, he wasn't paying the invoice straight up, like all this shit. And he wanted to get his tools back. He wouldn't let him go into the house. And, like, you know, just being a fucking douchebag to him. So the dude's like, I'm going to steal his safe. Broke into his house, stole his safe. But in the safe, the tape was in there. Really? And that's how he got the tape. Shit. Yeah, and it's actually funny because he goes and copies it and tries selling it online and blah, blah, blah. And there's bootleggers on the corner of the streets with big banners like Pam and Tommy Lee. Like, because once someone got a copy... Yeah, they just copy it. Yeah. They all copy it. <laughs> That's insane. What a crazy time to make a fucking porno back then. Yeah. That had to go viral literally like hand to hand. And it kind of didn't work in the way you think it would. Like, some people make some bigger, like uh, Kim Kardashian, mm. shit like that. Like done the kind of opposite for her because Pam wasn't like you know a very good actor she was good at like running with her tits out mm. and no she was a terrible marriage. actor yeah and terrible she, she bring out some shocking movies yes some shockers but um yeah she didn't make him any uh worked in the opposite way I'd say yeah I think maybe like long term though probably worked out but surely she was fucking sweet after that Baywatch money well, she, her net worth's fuck all. Google her net worth. What's yeah, I wonder what her net worth is. It's fucking nothing. Well, you hear about that story in Vegas? She was in the casino. Nah. There was some fucking multi... I think it was a billionaire, a millionaire, and she had a debt with the casino and he was going to pay it or she offered herself to him. 
for oh. the night or something. There was something like that. That's a good deal, though. Nah, she's fucking old, man. Really? Pam's fucking haggard now. Have you seen her? Pam Anderson net worth. Pull her up. O-N, net worth. But, I mean, it's Pamela Anderson, bro. Mm, not anymore, it's not. Have a look at, <laughs> have a look at what she looks like now. Sham Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> fucking next level. So, net worth 20 mil. Okay. Yeah, she's got a bit. But not really. I mean, 20 million. Look at her. Yeah. Look at that. Fuck that. That is what? scary. What? You reckon that's no good? That is scary as fuck, man. Really? That is scary. Right, let's go. Let's, let's remove the makeup. Oh, yeah. Okay, remove all that. She is fucking... No good. No good. Fuck no. Did you throw her back? Fucking... Yeah, nah. Drink, <laughs> drink her blood. So, <laughs> no, go scroll down a tiny bit. Uh, made 300 grand per episode at the peak of Baywatch. Mm. That's good money back then. Pretty good money back then. Uh, 6.6 mil per season. Adjusting for inflation, 12 mil per season. That's not too bad. Uh, in 2000, uh, she paid 1.8 mil for a Malibu home. Uh, she spent 8 million on renovations and then rented the home for 50,000 uh, 50, per month for many years. Sold the home in 2021 for 11.8. Um, did not make any money off her infamous adult movie. Yeah. So she got stitched. She gave it away. She gave the money away. She, she fucking let the... She let the guy sign it over in the in the show. It shows that she said, "Nah, give it to him for free." And then, um, what? Yeah, it's fucking psycho. You got to watch it. Yeah, okay, I'll have to watch that one. And he he made nothing either. That's fucking gnarly. But it's uh, folklore though. That that was like the first one. Yeah, that started a whole. Everyone heard of it. Like we we're in Australia and we were hearing about that shit. Yeah, fucking. Even my hell. dad said, oh, "On your 18th birthday, I'm gonna get you the Pam and Longy," and I was like, "Fuck." Give it to me. Give it and to then me back then, back then you go on the internet and you fucking type it in and there wasn't free movies like there are now. Yeah. You had to literally sign up to this shit to see it. Um, but now, if you want, if you want porn, that's, that's one thing I don't understand about OnlyFans, man. That shit got to be getting leaked. Mm. Hard out. Yeah, but there's people... Um, so Renee Gracie, she did the podcast and um, there's like whole companies now like if you've got someone that is copywriting they work material, for you and they find and they, that shit and they remove it yeah and then they go straight to Pornhub because like people were posting their shit to Pornhub but then like she said is that people would then see her fucking shit on Pornhub and then go and pay subscribe for it. anyway there's like a weird psychology thing she made good money well she said she did she said she was making 500 grand a month Mm. But then she didn't pay a couple of invoices here. She like rented the studio a few times. So I'm like, mm. fuck off. Yeah. So I'm like, mm. are you making? What? Yeah. Has what? she paid now? No. Nah. She paid some. Are you kidding? Nah. You make how much did she owe? Oh, it was like fifteen hundred bucks or something. Is that it? Yeah. And you earn five hundred grand a month, and Apparently. you can't pay fifteen hundred uh, bucks. So I was like, mm, did I don't you know. take all the shit off? Uh, I just don't give a fuck. You left her up there. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Fuck. She made me more money than that, in fairness. But still, yeah, it was pretty fucked. still, fuck But I'm man. just like, like, yeah, pay your bill. Just pay your fucking bill. You're in here. I can prove it. Wow. Do you just give up now? You don't even haggle off? No, nah, who cares? I got other fucking shit I could spend my time on. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, so she... And I mean, she would have been making that money, but... That's I, big money. That's a lot of money. That's, maybe she's talking it up so she gets your more money. Yeah, come into yeah, oh, yeah. Well, that many people. I'm coming in. Maybe even if it's on, a fifth of that, then we're at that hundred grand. She might have been on five grand a month. Mm. 
Potentially. Nah, she would have been making more. For well, real. What does she look like? Have you not never seen her? Pull her up. Go on, pull her up. I don't even think she has OnlyFans anymore. I think she like made her own platform, like ReneeGracie.com, because they take like 30% of that too. So you just don't know whether... And then like the tax that you would have to pay on that shit, bro, is fucking insane. Go to it. Does she still have Instagram? Her Instagram kept getting deleted and shit. So she used to be a V8 supercar driver. And then, um, yeah, like did the did the OnlyFans thing. Oh, God. Fuck that. Go down. That is fucked. Click on that. When when was that posted? <laughs> Are you kidding? When was oh, that posted? You like that? Six, six days ago. Not really. That's not... Nah, it's fuck not, no. Not my thing. But I mean, a lot of people fucking do. Oh, man, that's haggard. But you got to think too... Probably... A, um, like, hey, look, she's probably a nice girl, but that's just fucking going way over the top. There's a lot going on there. But yeah. she had like... She's had like multiple Brazilian butt lifts. Which is oh twenty seven yeah. single. But she then, had, but she then had a again, look. She was. This is a thing. If it makes someone happy, does it really matter? No, I, I, like, I'm all. No, for, I'm. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like you know, it's funny how we can be so judgmental. I sit here and go, oh, that's haggard. Yeah. But like in reality, like is is it gonna ruin my life? No. Do you know what I mean? No. You but that's think about like, it again. That's probably. the way that we are. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you'll have people that go on there and comment and go, oh, you fucking this, fucking that, yeah. like, but what's that doing for that person yeah yeah no there's there's like it's a very nuanced Look, and layered thing, probably eh? a beautiful girl just doesn't pay her fucking invoices <laughs> and um yeah fuck her but yeah we're done <laughs> yeah but i mean it's like you, you got to think too that i think the big thing with OnlyFans, like so you said that there's so much free porn out there mm. the thing is right the girls that are making fucking bulk cash on these platforms are just hustling mm. like replying to messages oh yeah they have like to. That, and they're like so guys i think what guys are getting from porn there's no like interaction and i think no. so like you click on a porno and then you fuck like it and but then you jerk are off. they actually talking to her that's uh, the thing. well may- maybe not but no, i think that be. that's what well, I know that she was she grinded, bro. Like she was saying that her her OnlyFans like page on her phone was open like a, a eleven hours a day or something. Like what 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 size breasts are they? They're fucking like large, XL E's? potentially. A B C D E F G H I's <laughs> maybe I's. Isn't that how it goes the alphabet? Yeah, I don't know. Like because they're, f- they're massive. Like the, she must get uncomfortable, man. Like walking around and shit. That's got to put some weight on. Well, it. the crazy thing is, is when she had a Brazilian butt lift, and that's like one of the most risky procedures that you can have. Like a lot of people die from it. Obviously, she's probably on a pretty fucking good doctor. Like, mm. but she she couldn't sit down for six weeks. Jesus Christ. So she was like laying face yeah, up. Yeah, she taking a, taking a doogie then? I don't know. I actually didn't ask her that. And that's some like big... How does it work when your ass is that big and you take a shit? Does like all yeah. the shit... I know. Just, you know what I mean? So or like, does she have to sit there and spread, spread her cheeks to, to do it? Sometimes I do that on the toilet when I like feel like it could potentially be gnarly. I'm like, let's just go straight dot to bowl. Maybe she just shits in the shower. You know, the old shit and shower. Maybe she does that. I haven't done that. You never shit in the shower? <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> no, not shitting in the shower. Take a shit then and then, take, go, oh, and then have a shower. That's standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah, like yeah. maybe... I that, thought you meant shitting in the no, shower. No, but like, maybe that's what that. she does and she goes in and she cleans up her fucking... But what I'm wondering is like there's like... You've got the date there mm. and then if you've got like these huge cheeks that are around, 
do you have like a slide essentially that slides for however big the cheeks are and then there's like it'd be like you know when you get a fucking paint when you're a kid and you mm. put a blob of paint in the middle of the page mm. and then you like do that then you're yeah, like, is that away. what it looks like probably that's well, what I'm i've imagining. always looked at very large um you know people and i thought how do they you know wipe their up but they don't um they would have no they would have a shower <laughs> yeah totally. literally man or just shit in the shower and like man i got nothing against that actually it sounds pretty cool but um i remember doing the shit in the shower once like on accident as a kid yeah right. like nine ten years old and then doing the old like big toe in the grate yeah <laughs> trying to push it down push no it but you down. don't do that you get like a, a a knife and then you pop it open yeah but see i'm like a kid my family's there hand. and like i didn't want it, them to know that i shit in the shower no, they by knew. accident they, they knew, fucking eh? knew <laughs> yeah they you knew. dirty dog they knew, <laughs> they knew. <laughs> but yeah let's stop talking about this thing yeah, um, fuck. We've, we've got on some weird topics i'm not mad at it Nah, i like it because it's not all about me Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's always like, oh, this, this, this. And I, look, I don't mind that, but it's good to kind of like talk That's about. That's a fucking very real thing mm. that you just touched on. Because I, one of the criticisms that I get on the podcast is like, dude, you just talk the whole time. And mm. I'll be like, hey, if you went to a barbecue <laughs> and you talked for three hours about yourself nonstop, yeah. A, you couldn't do it. And B, you'd look like a fucking loser. And if there's a person that I've invited on the podcast like yourself mm. that has some kind of notoriety and is like a, mm. a person of interest, that person probably doesn't want to fucking sit and talk about themselves the whole time either. Well, that's, that's a very unsaid exactly thing right. that a lot of nah, people yeah, don't but acknowledge. It's true. It is very true. Do you know? Like, very true. Some of the, the big names that always go on podcasts, like how fucking repetitive. Like you know same fucking question same shit but yeah look you can always ask what's going on yeah, yeah. what's happening you know because everyone's got shit happening yeah but um i guess it's just those normal questions that you know the 90 percent the arcs before like i've heard them all oh 100 yeah, percent. you know but it, i don't mind answering them um but yeah like it is what it is, man. I'm I'm the power fish. I'm I'm still going. I'm not not gonna stop. I'm gonna still make videos. I got caught coming up the end of this month. I'm on good behaviour. I'm quite a little bit scared because fuck, like I don't know, man. They can send you to jail. So what's it for? It's fuck. There's so many different charges. I don't know them all. And if you don't like, if you don't want to go into shit, nah, like that's, like, fine, that's yeah. fine. Like it's um, they're trying to get me for like incitement as well which is like because the video was saying fuck the maritime don't let them tell you what to do you own the waterways they don't you know so they're pretty much saying that i'm telling my followers to go out there and break the law essentially you know and the way i was speaking to the guy and like you know like i'm not going to jack you off you jack yourself or fuck you you know all this sort of stuff um so they're really trying to get me for like um abusive to a government official as such because that's what maritime are in the water so um apart from being fucking dogs yeah it's pretty hectic <laughs> that is like hectic. i'm like fuck. i actually had no idea i'm like fuck but i mean that's gnarly though because it's like that it is a character like and at some point and like you're making man content the dude for- the dude was being so fucking just crap from the the first in, like encounter, interaction in, yeah like just fucking you know hostile just yeah. the hostility levels were fucking next level and i was like you know what fuck this guy you fucking yeah but anyway i ended up releasing the video and that's when they got a hold of it and they're like oh well 
we're taking you to court. I'm like, fuck. So the Maritime Associate or like whatever. Yeah, they are. the Maritime. Yeah. Which is, yeah, they're pretty, they're big, you know, they're government. Yeah. And I'm on a good behavior bond still from sinking the car in the boat. And that was like 2019, you know, I was on a three year behavior bond. So I had to be careful of what I was doing with everything. And that's one of the main reasons as well as why we went to skit. Because I'm not going to, I don't want to go to, I'm not going to go to jail just to make someone laugh. Yeah. You know, yeah. and they will throw you in jail. Yeah. You keep fucking like, they tell you don't do this. You, you keep know anyone doing that's it. gone to jail? Like, have you got much experience with that whole deal? Mm-hmm. Oh, the only person I know is Brent. Simo, yeah. Simo, that's yeah. it. And that's, it sounds like a place I don't want to fucking be. Yeah. Even though, you know, he says, oh, it's pretty mellow, you know, but like. He's a pretty bad dude though. Yeah, exactly. Not bad in the sense he's of a like bad he's ass. a bad person, but like he's been through some shit. Like yeah, he's a fucking bad he can, dude. He can hold his own. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I like, you know, I don't fight. I don't fucking do all that. Like some people say, oh, fucking hell, you, you're a bikey. Mm. You know, it's these tattoos. I'm like, well, have a look at the tattoos. Like it's all like heavy metal related, like, you know, um, not bikey related. And mm. I've never been into that sort of scene i think it's really weird scene man the whole bikey thing like nowadays it is brother. i understand it back in the day oh look get in the 70s yeah 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 man that's fucking badass yeah you know but in saying that like and there's some like old school values there too like i know a couple old bikies and the way that they talk about the yeah. way it is now like the whole you mean you can go to any fucking any traffic light in burley and see a super tough cunt on a fucking mm. night rider with a satchel and white Nikes, and it's just like I don't know if that was the thing. No, nah, it wasn't, but that it just was it evolved, yeah. you know, into that with new blood, I guess. But it's fuck, mate, it's still an industry full of crime, mm. like you know. Um, but hey, they do good, they do good things as well. Yeah, that's not to say that there's no fucking. Yeah, you can't lump everyone into that nah. one umbrella. There's some fucking amazing ones that actually have like their own kind of charities for yeah. kids and stuff yeah. like that, and. I back that hard, but at the same time, like, fuck, you know, drugs, they do ruin lives, um, you know, and bikers have been known to, yeah, you yeah. know, move that shit. But in saying that, you know, you got alcohol, yeah, which is completely legal, fuck, ruins a lot. The most people. amount. Yeah, I would probably say the most, yeah. Oh, 100%. You know, yeah. so it's a fucking difficult situation there. But yeah, jail. Fuck that. I'm not going to jail. Yeah, and but, especially not for just like content where you're like you're trying to entertain people. But it is because I'm on a good behaviour bond, mm. so it it's in breach of that. Mm. So fuck. Who knows, man? They could say turn around and say, "All right, we're going to give you three months." Mm. Like fuck me. Mm. Like that's hectic. Like go to jail and they're like. You're the bloke that likes blokes. Yeah. You know? You're the bloke that always talks about all male brothels. Yeah. You, well, you're in one. <laughs> you ever had a man? Well, you're about to. Yeah, you know, yeah. shit like that. Or maybe I'd go in there and they'd be like, oh, power fish. Like, you know, like, I'd love that. But fuck, you have, it doesn't matter who you are. You got haters. Man, I just think with the amount of like legitimate good shit that you've done for the community. They don't care. They do not care. They fucking have to. Nah, they do not fucking care whatsoever. No. In fact, if anything, it makes them look bad. Mm. Because, you know, you got this Joe Blow over here, me just doing my good thing and trying to help and stuff. And then they kind of say, well, where's the government? Mm. Why aren't aren't these people doing this or that? You know, so I don't think it it, it helps like astronomically, like where you're going to get free of anything Mm. you do. But I think that, yeah, they don't really give a fuck. Mm. I think that I've just got to be careful and hopefully I can come out of this one unscathed and I don't know, maybe fucking 
sink a car in a boat in Queensland because it's, uh, it's, it's only in New <laughs> South Wales where my good behaviour belongs. Uh, my lawyer's always been saying the whole time, whenever you film, go over the go border. Go Queensland. And the whole COVID thing, I never could, right? Because I never mm. wanted to fucking jibbity-jab. So I was like, fuck, I'll keep filming here. And yeah, that's how I kind of fucked up. But I, I can't wait till the good behaviour bond's finished and I can kind of just... So what does that limit you to? Or like, what is that? Fuck, mean? man. Like, it's just basically, you can't get in trouble. Mm. You know, obviously, like certain things like jaywalking or no seatbelt, like that shit's not going to get you pinched. But like going out there and being a menace to society, um, and that's what I do for the videos. Um, yeah, that's why we have to do skits. Because mm. if you fuck up, yeah, they'll put you away. They put that fucking, um, the other bloke. That's a prime example, that Luke Irwin dude. What? He's in jail? No, well, he went to jail. He, there was some, he did spend time in jail over something, but it was his, I heard it was his lawyer's fault or something like that. But yeah, he had to calm right down because they were going to fuck him up. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because they just, they know about like social media and shit and they want to shut that shit down if you're out there like causing like, because he was blowing like air horns in people's ears and shit. Like that shit was pretty fucking full on. Yeah. You know, so I understand, but. He's an interesting one, man. I've met him a few times. He's like a okay. real big dude. Yeah, he's that, big. That kind of like makes it gnarly. Like if someone mm. my size blew a fucking air horn in me, like I'm probably gonna just belt that dude. But yeah. then it's like you get some guy that's like fucking six foot eight or so. Just... Well, that's a guy at the moment that's doing a lot of charity stuff. Have you noticed Luke? that? Nah. Yeah. So he's gone over. Go to his Instagram. He's gone. It's pretty hectic. Is he? He's up here now, right? I don't. know. I thought he moved up here. I don't know, but I watch uh, his E-R-W-I-N. I watch his stories, and um, no er, he messaged me saying you watch my stories but you don't follow me. I'm like, oh fuck, he's one me. of those guys. <laughs> don't be that fucking yeah. guy. Oh, no, that's not him. It's like just type in like Luke Irwin and then let the rest do it. Even better, can you do TikTok on the desktop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do yeah. that. And so um, that's where he's big, eh? Well, I guess so, but he fucked up because he done something where he was approaching homeless people in the city and fucking with them, and there was a homeless guy going for a fucking bin, mm. and he took the bread off the guy that the guy took out of the bin, and then, you know, everyone was like, you fucking motherfucker, like, what are you doing to these people, you know? Um, and so I think he's trying to make up for the that shit, so he's doing a lot of, look, there, that's the video there where he fucks with the guy off the bin, the stuff. Turn the volume up. Context. This is uh. Luke, Australia's. Oh, it's one of these guys. Show me, show me. That's not a can, buddy. Context. This is <laughs> yeah, so then he takes the bread off him. Um, but where's it? Oh, there, that's his profile there, yeah. So click on his profile. So yeah, click on his profile. wonder if that's still up. So he's he's out here. Look, these are all the give givebacks he's starting to do, but he's, he's doing shit that's not original. So go up to someone and go can you buy me a drink? Mm. And then fucking, they go, oh, okay, yeah. And then he's like, you're homeless and you gave me a dollar? Well, I'm going to give you a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, just give him the fucking money. Yeah, yeah. Don't fucking play with him in that, but I don't know, man. He's doing his sort of... And then it comes back to what we said, like, even though it's like for him and his, his ego in a sense, and then like his brand, it's still yeah. a homeless person getting... Look, a- I've never met the guy and... I don't know. Some people say he's different in person, which mm. could be true. Like, and then some people say, "No, nah, he's a f- he's a fucking flog." And then 
So until I meet the bl- bloke, I can't really have a judgment yeah, on yeah, it because yeah. it's just internet. Yeah. But um, like if you go to like oh he's in Uluru Uluru at the moment. He gives him go money to that, for yeah, that. Go to that one. I don't know. Just let me know what you think. Fuck, he's a tall cunt. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. How much of the painting? That's the music too. $50? How much is that one? Okay, I want you to keep your painting. I want to say thank you for letting us visit this beautiful land. She's probably like, uh... Fuck off then, actually. We don't want you here anymore. There's a hundred dollars for you. There's a hundred dollars for you, my brother. Okay? Thank you so much. This is a beautiful place. Uluru is beautiful. There, it's already it's captured my heart. Okay? Your paintings are beautiful as well. But thank you so much for having us here. Thank you. Alright guys. Yeah, alright. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Look. Still what think. Let him just fucking... So he got... But if you look at the comments, people just fucking roast him, man. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, no, they're all good. Yeah, but they're <laughs> the ones that are just at the top. Like, you could probably you could probably scroll. Yeah, no. You could probably scroll and see. So he actually went away, eh? For well, yeah. What, 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 did it, what was so the... So it was the, something the, related to the shit that... Um, with the... In the public, doing stuff in the public. Yeah, yeah. And then I heard that it was something to do with he had a shit lawyer as well that... So he was... He didn't do... I think it was only like a couple of weeks he was stuck in there. But, yeah, he had to calm right down because they were just going to be like, you're fucking gone. So... But he did OnlyFans. Mm. I've seen his Johnson. It was actually... He was fucking a cake or something. Yeah, it was quite (laughs) strange. Yeah, he had a full... um, His his Johnson was poked up and he was putting a a cake over it and going like that. And I was like, yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Um, But not a very big Johnson either. for For a big fellow. For a big dude, man, his Johnson's actually quite... Tamed. And then you'd, it'd look smaller than what it actually is because it's on such a big person. So you could have like an, a quote-unquote like average cock that'd look pretty small against a six-foot-eight human. Yeah, look, he... Which is unfortunate. Mm. But he's a, yeah, he's quite lanky, isn't he? No, oh, he's... A, like, I've met... I haven't like spoke looks to tall, him in person. Man. Dude, he's fucking huge. Yeah, he looks tall. Yeah, he's a real big dude. I think, was, I think he was at like Supercross at Marvel in like 2019 or I've seen him at like some race or something yeah right but yeah mass- massive fucking dude mm. oh, but well. I, I think it's just kind of a problem and I mean I talked to Jackson when he come on the podcast is like when you're known for one thing 
Mm. And then your brand is one thing, and like you know, like you found, it's like things have to evolve. You you get famous off the pranks, but then as soon as people start knowing who you are, it's harder to pull them off. And I think that if you're just attached to like the view counter, mm. and if it's like you want to do whatever you can for the most amount of views, mm. then you're just like in the wind, you know, like whichever yeah. way the trends are going. So it's it is a challenge that people have to face when they blow up super quick mm. well he's been in on the this guy's been on the internet for a long time a long time yeah and he's still going so i don't know good on him yeah i think i mean i'll i'd, I'd hope that you'll be all right i think that you'll be all right and i Look, think i think i'm gonna be fine i've got a great lawyer if he if he if he fucks up and i actually get sent to jail well fuck i'll suck his cock dry but <laughs> hopefully that'll never happen um and just try and stay like he's always said the lawyer's like make a video send it to me first before you post it yeah i sent him that video of the maritime he said no do not post it <sighs> but sometimes we get heated and shit happens and yeah you know so and what's like your thinking behind posting a video like that <sighs> against someone's advice i don't know i don't know hey eh? i really don't I'm just yeah you do stuff sometimes without thinking yeah it's well i'm no nah, but i mean you obviously did think about it and then it was just like a no nah, i think this would be kind of fine it's fine like everyone makes mistakes yeah but. look i was going for a difficult time i guess as well with like changing my meds and fuck i was pretty much having a nervous breakdown at the time and then i found out that he had um actually fined me because mm. I got a message saying you've got an overdue fine and I looked it up and it was like he's fined me for all these things and I was like what the fuck and then my brain just went and then I just posted it mm. and um, look at the end of the day like the the guys I don't I don't agree with him or what he's done and, and what not but yeah we blurred his face out anyway yeah you know? yeah I'm not into trying to um, publicise and bully. Yeah, like dox people and shit. Yeah, 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 like that. Like just because some guy's a douche doesn't mean that other people that know him is kids or yeah, his wife yeah. have to, you know, um, deal with the repercussions. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, like I've I've grown a shitload since I first started. I first started. I had a mate that worked in Newcastle. He used to film the junkies that he'd live. Uh, uh, f- he would do the gardening around there um, in the housing commission areas. He would send them to me and then I would post them. And that's basically how my page actually started. A little bit of fishing, but then posting these junkies that he would put his phone in his pocket, he'd talk to them yeah. and talk to them about a three-meter flatty. Yeah. And um, he'd get their reactions and whatnot. And then I would post them. <laughs> that's so good. Um, you know, but then I started to have a bit of remorse and I'd grown as a person and I was like, you know what, I don't want to fucking, you know, put these people on show as such you know we all have our own issues and whatnot we don't know their full story how they ended up there and that but it's just not it just wasn't good yeah you know so i grew as a person in that and that's another reason as well like people like go back to the jetty sessions one make jetty sessions one do that again fuck's sake and i'm like i don't really want to fucking ruin someone's day yeah yeah do you know what i mean like because it's it's that contradiction of talking about mental health and your headspace and whatnot and fishing's good for you it's like a meditation anything you know so i was like i don't want to go out there while someone's trying to better themselves if they are and then i come in and then i ruin their fucking day yeah that's so contradicting yeah fuck that but some people just don't care they the audience just want to see drama and it's only 15 seconds of their day or a minute of their day exactly you know but the audience there's like there'd probably be a high percentage of my audience that don't give a fuck if I go to jail, and every, I lose everything. 
but they get a laugh. Mm. You know, that's just that's a that's just the reality of it. But yeah, fuck that. I'm not into. Nah, I don't want to ruin people's days anymore and fucking all that shit. Mm. Is, would you like if you knew if you could like go back to before you started it? Like, do you think that it's an overall positive thing? Because I think that it exposes you like this kind of life where you become a public figure and you have a lot of like people just know who you are mm. that has a certain effect on on a person um but do you think that like would you go back and do it all again like do you think that the challenge like, because there's obviously been a lot of challenges but are they challenges that, like you really grew from yeah look i think that if i didn't do bad i wouldn't have been able to do good mm. and i think that's a big thing you know unfortunately i've ruined some people's days um, but by ruining one person's day, I've helped ten people. You know, it's it's yeah. kind of like yeah, it's a hard one. It really is. Would I change anything? Nah, I don't think I would. I think I would leave it exactly the same. And I think shit's only going to get better from here on out because I've been so honest with my audience and saying, "Look, you all think I'm fucking a millionaire and I make all this money, but in reality." I wasn't making as much as what you think. And now for LMCT, I'm going to be making more money, mm. you know? Um, so I want to help more people. Yeah. And that's what it's going to allow me to do. And I think once people start seeing that I haven't changed and I still am helping people, yeah. they'll be like, oh, yeah, no, it blows over. It's like, yeah, okay, well, he's with LMCT plus now sort of thing. So I, I'm really excited for the venture I'm doing with those guys. Less stress. I don't have to worry about finding that money to pay for that $80,000, $140,000 worth of prize, whatever it is, you know, because that's daunting. You fucking get that that much of a um, stuff and then you're like, I've got to sell this much merch to just pay for that. So how did it work? I would what, what was like the model? Get a boat. I would get the boat off my buddies at Tweed Coast Marine. I wouldn't pay them until after the competition. Yeah. And then, bang, start pushing the competition that we're giving this away purchase anything to go into the draw and that was basically it and then you've got that timeline that you've got to set before mm. you know that's a cutoff date you can't change it you ain't made enough money to pay for the prize you still got to fucking give them away um so that was uh, the whole kind of business model as such you know and then using portions of that money to to go out and help people so it was kind of like a double whammy people were getting like helped and then people were actually winning some prizes as mm, such, you know, yeah. which everyone chipped in for. Yeah, I think it's a fuck. It's a weird thing, man. Like, I mean, in I'm in a different position, but it's like a similar position. Like, we give content away, mm. and anytime people are like, oh fuck, how's how's business? I'm like, it's fucking hard get making money off free content, you know. Like, it's it's a not as people aren't buying my product, you know. And I think that the internet is funny I, I was doing a bunch of different research into because we're about to go like i'm about to open up a, a few different things where like people will be able to like essentially pay for content mm. um and i hope that it's worth it for people to do it everything will still be free but for the people that do want to pay there's going to be an avenue yeah. to to do that you know but even the way where we're at in just like the advertiser model like the business of the internet is mm. all based on ads yeah. And if you look at how the internet was built and you follow the history, you actually learn that right at the, the the start of the internet, 
the people that you know created like microsoft like the first uh internet explorers and the first internet browsers the banks actually denied them to have payments and transactions through the internet that took a really yeah it did. really long yeah. time and so what happened was the way that internet companies made money is they were saying hey we've got all of these eyeballs and we've got all of this attention we're keeping people on our page for this long will you pay us for that and then so there was no physical transactions that could actually get made through the internet mm. but there was a transaction that could get paid from company to company um in terms of advertising and yeah. it just created this attention so you've economy. got sponsors co- that come on board for the videos yeah manscaped yeah. yeah we do stuff with manscaped yeah they're yeah. fucking huge they're unreal eh? massive who owns that I don't know. They fucking got it going on, man. Like, because we do... They're in the USC everything, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We do two ads a month. They're one of our best sponsors, man. They they pay, like, good money. Do they? Two ads a month. How many every, subscribers you got on YouTube? hundred. We just hit a hundred. It's pretty good. Yeah, and then we got 15 on another channel, which is, like, the full show channel. Yeah. But, I mean, we do, like... We'll do anywhere from 400 to 700,000 audio listeners a, a month as well. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. That's massive. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking huge. Yeah, it's like a lot of people. So how do Manscaped pay? Do they pay on views? Yeah, you sort of tell them... You sort of say, like, oh, we get roughly around this many views. And then it's, like, kind of based off a of CPM. So you do, like, 25 per thousand. But you never fucking get that. Mm. Like, if I got that, I'd, I actually wouldn't have money problems. Yeah. But, you know, we got, like, a steady uh, Yeah, but thing you enjoy what you do as well, right? Yeah, oh, definitely. You know what I mean? Like, you, you find that balance of, like, fuck, man. Imagine being, like, I'm talking rich. I reckon it would suck. Mm. I'm not even kidding. I reckon being a fucking multimillionaire would look... I, yeah, I could help heaps of people, but at the same time, more money creates more drama. More money, more problems. Man, I actually, since I got back from the Cape, because like I, I grew up pretty like low income, like with with my family and shit. Like we grew up in a not the best neighborhood in Cairns, and yeah. like so money was always a thing that I like looked at yeah. and I wanted in my life. Mm. I actually, when I got back from Cairns, because we had so much time to think on the bike, you run for like uh, seven hours a day. Mm. I got back and I was like, I'm actually not going to look at my bank account anymore. Like, I'm fucking... I'm oh, gonna, yeah. You know, look at my bank account maybe every couple of weeks. Yeah, right. But, like, I'm not going to... Because well, I would literally look at my bank account every fucking day. I'd advise you to look at it every day. I do that. And I'll tell you why. I've just been fucking scammed for, like, the second time in fucking two weeks. Oh, okay, fair. Motherfuckers, man. Really? I don't even know how they're getting my details. So, what happened? They're just they're money taking, gone from your account? Yeah, they're taking a certain amount of money... And it's identical each time. And when I press it and I and it can say Google Merchant, it comes up Nigeria. Mm. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Now I'm spending all this time onto the fucking bank to try and get my money back. I think the majority of people live week to week. Most people it's do, Like, yeah. legitimately, that's what it is. Everyone's in debt. Yeah. Debt is massive. Afterpay. Fucking all the... App, whatever all those pays are that people are just buying all this stuff where they don't have the money for. And that's what they want. They want you to be in debt. Yeah. So they own you, but... I think that it's just got that out of hand that people are just living so beyond their means. Yeah. Like, it's fucking nuts. Yeah. And it's kind of like, fuck, where do you draw the line? You better pull pull yourself up or... Well, I think you've got to realise that if you're... So, I don't have any debt. Mm. Like, literally. Fuck. Yeah, zero. I've never... You got good credit rating? Uh, I don't even know. I don't even want to borrow money. Have you ever borrowed money? I've had a credit card. Paid off? Yeah. Oh, well, you'd be good. Yeah. So, but the thing is, like, I don't even, I don't want to, I don't want that's anyone good. to give me money because then that's what, like, it's you're dead. talking, people get over leveraged 
And then again, like, I pretty much want to live on an island where we can keep doing this show like a money island. Oh, like, you know what I mean? Like, not a physical island. No, 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 not a real island. <laughs> but I want to I want to live in a place where I can pay my boys to mm. work and I can run the podcast for months and months. With Just no, like, you know what I mean? be comfortable. Yeah. Where you don't have to worry, yeah. Well, so I think, you know, you're saying people getting involved in credit card debt and that... Like, you just get over-leveraged. So, you have X amount of money and then you go like, oh, so now I can borrow this much money. But then if anything happens to this pile and you can't pay that pile, then they take everything. And I think that the reason why people get involved in that, you know, like an after... Dude, my ex-girlfriend, she fucking took my card and put, like, all this shit on Afterpay. And I was like... I wasn't good at accounting back then because I actually wasn't making very much money. Mm. And so I was like, fucking, when I did look at my account, I was like, afterpay? I don't have fucking afterpay. And she's like, oh, I bought this, I bought that. And like... How long of a girlfriend was she? Oh, we were together for like three years, I think. Okay, yeah, three years. That's not that bad. That's pretty normal then if she's going to grab your card. But did she Not without me knowing, no. She didn't ask. No, so I didn't know. Ooh. Yeah. So it was was pretty much... That was a deal. We broke up pretty soon after it. But like, it was more the psychology Mm. of her to think that she needed something that bad mm. that to do that to me. Yeah. And if she asked, like, I probably would have Because if it. you didn't pick it up, she wouldn't have said anything. She would have never said nothing. Yeah. But, so, but I don't think people understand that they're playing, like, status games. Mm. You're playing a status game. 100%. So all you're, all you're doing is you're comparing yourself against someone else, and then you're coming up lacking in some sense, mm. and then you're then going to borrow money, whether it's a credit card or afterpay or whatever, to essentially like buy that status to get equal to whoever it was that you looked at. But the problem with that is, let's just keep going up. Mm. You can buy a Rolex for $14,000, or you can buy a fucking an AP for $70,000, or you can buy a Rashad meal for fucking 1.2. But then it, so come, like, go, but, but then it comes back down to... If it makes them happy and it's not hurting you, mm. don't worry about it. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, you know, people, like, it, but it's hard it. not to. Yeah. It's hard not to talk about it and think, what the fuck is going on? What is happening with people's image these days where they, they need to have that that image of, I've got money? Mm. Like, that. that's not cool. Mm. I, I don't think that's cool. I look at someone, if someone's cool, if they're, they're good at something. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're not, how are you good at anything if you're just going to, I don't know, whatever, fucking. Anyway, what's the time? <laughs> Holy fuck, two o'clock. Yeah. Have I been in here two hours? Yeah. Like, I'm on the home stretch, mate. Last hour, we're fucking good. Three, you want to do three hours? We do everyone three hours. No, bullshit. Yeah. No, you don't. Some are four, eh, Griff? Sometimes Griff is... Buff. No way. Yeah. What? Yeah. Fucking oath. It's good though. How quick does the time go? That's hectic. Yeah. Jesus, I've got my missus and my dog in my car. Here? <laughs> yeah. Now? What? Yeah. Tell them to come inside. Well, I didn't know if it was like a... Well, but, they're in the air con. But that's why I said we could go from 9 till 12 or we could go from like 1 till 4. Oh, you tell geez, me. I thought that was the time period for the to, <laughs> to book the thing in. <laughs> Holy shit, three hours. You'd fuck message your missus. See yeah, if she's I will. Right. See if she's all right. Tell her to come inside. I'll message her. Sorry, mate. I, th- I thought that message was fairly clear. Nah, where? Holy <laughs> shit. Time goes quick, though. That's why you can do it three hours. Yeah, right. Fucking funny. Brief intermission here. While we figure out if uh, the fish is 
missus and dog are still alive in the hot box of a car. No, it's got fucking... There's <laughs> aircon in there. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> oh, dude, I actually had... Do you ever... Do you ever watch Crusty Demons of Dirt? You when I was that? younger. Remember that shit? Yeah. So I had Seth Enslow in here. Oh, see, the... I don't even follow that, but I know his name. Yeah. So he was the first podcast we ever did oh, in, wow. the, in this new studio when we built it. Holy shit. And uh, he same day. I told him the times, like the same yeah, and thing. And he'd done the same thing. And he did the well, same thing. Well, I'm always thing. used to like a podcast. I've done one where it went for 30 minutes. Nah, it's fucking lame. What are you and talking I was about? Like, I don't know. What are you talking about? 30 minutes? I have no idea. Fuck all. Well, fuck. I may as well get comfy. This is fucking... Yeah, that's it, man. That's when you're like... Any... Do I get... Can I have a cold water or something? You got any water? Do you not like tap water? No. What's it like? Give us the fucking... Is it any good? (laughs) See, you may be thinking I'm taking the piss, but because I only drink filtered water, I can tell significantly. That's no good. Fuck no. This is Mount Franklin. I can pour this in. No, I'll you, skull that. No, nah, because you've been drinking out of that. Yeah, true. I don't share drinks. Yeah, no, no, nothing against you. I just don't share drinks, <laughs> even with my partner. Really? No, I'm not into that. What's the thinking? Well, it's just saliva going on there. Yeah, but do you, ki- do you kiss her? Yeah, but that's different. It's the same fucking no, it's, thing. Nah, though. it's not because there's saliva in there and it's unwanted saliva. Mm. You know? I don't want that. Yeah, I don't want it then. Give it to me if we're kissing, but... Not when I'm drinking, mm. you know. I still know people that share drinks. Oh, full grown men. Yeah, I share drinks. Really? I drink from a fucking. You river. ever had a coleslaw? Nah. You're very lucky. Yeah. See, that's one of the reasons I've stayed clear as well because of that. You don't, don't share, but if someone's got a coleslaw on their face, I wouldn't share their fucking drink. Necessarily doesn't have to be. Yeah, true. There yeah. at the time, it can be hiding, and then all of a sudden you you share a drink. A little fucking sippy. Next week you're fucked up. You got them all around your lips. Your missus is fucking leaving. Yeah, yeah. Your life's in fucking shambles. Shit's hectic. It can all start with a a fucking shared Mount Franklin. Well, when we were young, we used to share bongs. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But um, did you ever do the fucking burn the top of the fucking bong just to like disinfect it? Yes, I'll do that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. No, That's we how did. I just I actually had a mate. Do you smoke now? No. No, yeah, you I haven't smoked you since yeah, uh, since I was about I think like nineteen or somewhere around there. Yeah, I stopped. When did you start? Seven, six, seventeen. Okay, so you had like a two-year period, but two heavy years. Really? Yeah, yeah like every day. Yeah, okay. Like, because I got a real addictive personality, so it was like, if you're gonna do it, just do it. Do it. Yeah, proper. yeah, yeah. Nah, but I don't. I don't smoke anymore. I'm not really interested i just know that last time i smoked it i just had the fucking most gnarly gnarliest panic attack <laughs> and it just freaked me the fuck out and i'm like i'm not touching that you can get some hectic ones though oh. i remember the first time i had like a legitimate panic attack mm. from weed was like i fully thought my throat was going to close up and i was going to die and then yeah, you, wow. you know you know that that's not what's going to happen, no, but well, your look, body at does the end not of the give day, a fuck, does the, it? The mind's a powerful thing. Fucking it. It really is. It tells you you're going to die, you're freaking out, nothing's happening to you, you're fine, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? But at the same time, you've been around anyone when they're, they're on drugs and they're flipping out, like, this looks scary. Oh, fuck And it yeah. is scary, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that my, my buddy actually, um, do you know Jared Wright? The Big mm. Les, the Big Les show. Oh, really? You know him? Yeah, he's me mate. Yeah. No shit. I fucking love that dude. Yeah, he's a he's a legend. His he is like 
fully underrated. Yeah, he's, he's a brilliant. Gen- he's a genius, like full on brilliant. Yeah, he is a genius. He's a- he's actually got some um, magic mushroom chocolate from Amsterdam. So good. That and shit. he's trying to give me some, but I'm just a bit too scared. Have you ever done mushrooms? No, mate. You should definitely do mushrooms. It looks like a scary. is a friend. Looks scary. You should definitely do mushrooms. It's scary. Just but you you got to do. You got to do the right amount, though. Yeah, exactly. You so, know, how do you measure that shit out, dude? Just buy the gram. Like, if he's got chocolate and he kind of knows, are they illegal? Yeah, are they? Yeah. Well, what you can buy mushrooms at the supermarket, can't but you? they grow in the ground. But the magic he, mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're illegal to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Pretty hectic, eh? That's weird. Very weird. Well, in saying that, look, marijuana grows out of the ground. Yeah. But yeah, come on, mushies and cow cow shit. And yeah. Man, honestly though, like especially if you've like got some shit going on at the moment, like it's they definitely they're a really? good thing, eh? Do you ever do you listen to audiobooks and shit? Never. Man, there's a really, really good book I just finished reading. Google this up or bring this up. It's called How to Change Your Mind. Yeah, right. With Michael Pollan. He's like a brilliant Is it brilliant. microdosing? Uh so you can do whatever. So you can do they call it like a recreational dose, which would be like two to three grams, mm. which is definitely you're gonna feel like you're on something mm. but microdosing is you'll pretty much just get like a good mood like a, a you'll feel happy and, and good mm. and then you go kind of upwards from yeah so that's the book there how to change your mind you would definitely i don't know if you like reading but it's fucking really really good um, but the studies on depression anxiety like some of them i have heard that a lot of um drugs can help with that stuff like mm. you know like the mushrooms and stuff like that and um they've been using like uh what else were they i know they're using mushrooms for micro dosing in nursing homes yeah and it's been helping the elderly yeah. as well which is pretty mind-blowing i think there's a lot of things out there that could really we, we could benefit from but for some reason they uh try and keep us clear from them well, I mean, you think about so like the you if you're saying you're on like medication stuff, it's probably like SSRIs, like you That's know, right. mate, the money it's in huge. SSRIs. So like you've got this. But couldn't they just fucking if that's gonna help you better? Why can't they just use that and make money off that? Yeah, but you can grow it too easy. You can't fucking grow Zoloft. Mm. You know, grow lo- Zoloft ain't coming out of the ground. That's what I'm fucking, on now. Is that what you're on now? Yeah. yeah. Do you find that it it's really fucks with you? I was on Prestique before this, and Prestique I was on for, oh man, it's got a, it's over a decade. Really? Yeah, and that shit fucked me up. In what way? Oh, just the moods, just up, down, wanting to die, very happy, and big crashes. Yeah. And then, you know, if I'd miss one day, I'm fucked. Really? Like, I couldn't even, I'd have to like drive with one eye closed because I'd be that dizzy and disorientated. And my moods would just be fucking out of hand and I'd just want to be in self-destruction mode, just drink and gamble and just, yeah, just fucked me. It didn't even, it didn't even help with what was actually going wrong, going wrong. Like, yeah. and I just, just didn't even bother going to, to change it or anything because I thought, fuck it. Yeah. This is how I am. This is it. And, um. I changed and I, well, I, there was a few times I tried weaning off it and that was a very bad idea because, um, you know, I was doing it without help. Pro- like supervision. Yeah. Of. And, you know, that was fucking bad. There were a few nights there where I was just done. I was like, I'm fucking out. But, um, 
I went and saw a psychiatrist and then he said, let's try Zoloft. And I was like, okay. So instead of weaning off it to nothing, you wean it off while taking the Zoloft. Something else, yeah. So I started taking that and um, it was really strange, man, because I've never had a wet dream in my life. Mm. And then I started having wet dreams and I was like, what the fuck is this? Really? Yeah, I was like, this is hectic, man. Like, I don't mind the old wet dream, though. Oh, you've had one? Yeah. At a... At like a yeah, grown yeah, man yeah. now yeah 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 oh wow fuck I had one oh it'd be a few years ago now but I <laughs> it's fucking weird but yeah. like you remember like were you having like a sexual experience yeah of yeah. course yeah I, I remember I remember waking up like a half waking up and being like I fully was just thinking that I was like having the best fucking yeah. sex ever and then I like half woke up and then after and like it felt like I was about to come and then I was like fuck it <laughs> just close my eyes but each one I woke up mid 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 blowing man and it was the most it just felt very uncomfortable because yeah. I'm waking up not really knowing what's going on yeah, like, you oh. feel like you're being raped yeah like I was like holy fuck and um, I was like I can't keep taking this shit if it's going to keep doing this because this is just too much and um, it stopped all of a sudden which I was like fuck but that's a random ass fucking side effect yeah but I talked to a mate too and he said he had the same thing no shit yeah that's crazy and I was like fuck and he's like enjoy the ride That's and I was like nah man I don't want nah I'm not here for this because what happens if you had a wet dream over something you didn't even want yeah that's what I'm saying it feels like you're getting raped and you're like yeah fuck man so yeah that's it. so I um, I actually realised that I've never I don't think I've ever spoke about it on a podcast but I was on like Ritalin when I was a kid oh okay yeah for ye- like a couple years that gives you wet dreams eh Oh, I actually don't remember. Oh, really? I don't remember much about it, eh? Like, I feel like I blocked out a lot of my fucking childhood at that. Yeah, okay. Like, at, around that age. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, because I always... I had ADD. Mm. And I... Well, I'm sort of... I said back then that I was... Don't really think ADD exists as, like, a thing. Mm. But I definitely just think that certain people's brains work a certain way. And yeah. so, I'm just got a gnarly fucking... What was happening there? Oh, there was like this is a weird example I don't know if it gets the point across but like we just spent a week in a swag right and then this is like I can have this thought process but in like one instant so there was like a raindrop that came through the swag hit the fly screen on the thing and then just dispersed into like a bunch of other little raindrops yeah right and so I just like full I see that and I just go down this whole train of thought about mm. like how that happens and then I was one of the other guys was there and I said isn't it fucking weird and he was just like no you're fucking weird <laughs> you know because it's like I guess I just with whatever way my fucking brain works I just think about hmm. weird things and I can think about the same thing for fucking hours and, yeah. you know so Are you still like that? yeah massive bro really? like huge like it's yeah I've got a very weird fucking brain and that's why with weed like weed actually helps that because it slows it's you down just slows it down mm. and i feel like my brain is just going a but when fucking you say it slows you down it's still you know smoking weed still increases your heart rate yeah um blood pressure can yeah. go up or down kind but of it's depending. slowing your thinking down a hundred percent man yeah, right. like fully it just like are you medicinal I'd, no 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 no, no. But it would be like that. Yes, it is mm. medicinal. You know, I'd look at it as like a a supplement that you'd take for fucking. Do you grow your own weed? No, no, no. You got no. a dealer? I'd love to. You got a dealer? I do. 
Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah got a guy. No guy that knows yeah. a guy. But, uh, Weed dealers are funny characters. Yeah, it's fucking hard. Dude, it's just shit thing about drugs in general. Like, you just should be able to... If you, like, do drugs, you should just be able to go and buy the drug that you do. And it should be, Who like, was I watching good. the other... I think it was Joe Rogan that was talking about that, that if they made everything legal, that it would be just... He, he was saying it'd be fucked up. Like, bad. Bad? Yeah. Really? I'm pretty sure it was him. What was the arguments? I think it was just about that people wouldn't have any self-control but i just feel like the people like people do what they're gonna do at the end of the day look if you're if you're a gambler and you're um banning yourself from gambling right you're gonna find a way to do it i never understood gambling addiction oh it's bad very bad really yeah it's very very crippling addiction very bad a lot of a lot of people still killing themselves every day over it yeah you know because they're getting in over their head and they it's it's weird because it's legal, but the the actual process that goes into, like, for instance, mm. pokies, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not like they're just, you've got some computer nerd there that makes it. It's like full fucking brain surgeon, neurological, whatever the words are. All different machines, different lights, different sounds for different people, targeting different people, slow wins, um, fast wins, big pays, little pays, like... It's psycho. It's like, it's like algorithm. Science. It's yeah, science. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. fucking science, and it's legal. That is psycho. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I think that you know, to talk about like, yeah, that's a great example. Like, gambling's legal. Mm. It's insanely destructive, and it's the kind of thing for me. Like, I look at it. I used to go to Vegas a bunch when I lived in America, and I'd go to Vegas and I'd play roulette. Yeah, and I'd have a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, but you'd have a limit. Yeah, I'd have a couple hundred bucks, and then I just like. It made me physically feel sick. Probably, again, from the background, like the way that I grew up, it made me physically sick to lose money Mm. because I know how fucking hard it is to get money. And I just could never... I'm like, man, this feeling... Like, imagine being so fucked and thinking, like, this bet, I need to win this bet or I'm fucked. Like, what's the appeal? Yeah, wow. Because that's the people. That's the position some people are in. Yeah, it's I was like fucking, I need to win. I was fucked. I was bad. I was fucking bad. Suicidal from it. Fucking self destruction. Um, you know, the alcohol would go in hand with the gambling. Yeah, and um, you just wouldn't give a fuck. It got to the point. It's not even about winning. It's just self destruction. Just you're just risking it. You're well, lucky. yeah, it wasn't about winning. Like even if I won, it wouldn't matter. It'd all go back in. Mm. You know, it's um. What do you think when you look back now? Like, why did you do it? Don't know. I fucking don't know. There's still times now where I want to go and do it, you know? But you just have to have that kind of reminder that you don't want to go down that path again. Yeah. You know? It's like when you you got something bad that happens in your life and then you can't deal with the stress and then you use, Mm. like, you know, use gambling or drinking a way to deal with it and bury it and when really it just creates more issues. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of people that are still fucking struggling so bad from that shit. And it's just everywhere. On, you know, on your phone, the sports bet fucking shit. They're just drilling it into fucking everyone's mind. That All the kids are getting, you know, the same shit on their phones. They're Facebook, here's gambling ads. Like, yeah. they're already getting fucking, you know. But, fuck, what do you do? Yeah. No, it's hectic. But I think uh, before, I, I guess I wanted to bring up the that whole like Ritalin thing because it's just something I just never really thought that I even should talk about but I probably should like people probably should know that that's 
a part of you know that was a part of life I had to deal with just in the sense that it's fairly normal like a lot of people are on medication a lot of people mm. had things that they had to kind of like deal with yeah that when they were growing up or whatever and I just I actually realized the other day after I spoke to Jackson on the podcast that it's just something I haven't really spoke about but oh, a lot did of, he do one here just yeah 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 it wasn't wasn't that long ago we talked a lot about ADD yeah um and I just realized I'd never really spoke about I think even while I was talking about then I didn't like mention that I was on that shit mm. when, I was, when I was a kid so it's um I probably way more normal than what people would think that you know like to be on Zoloft or to be on any kind of medication yeah you know? well there's a lot of people that have a mental illness and they go why me you know or all these people are so happy but you don't know what's going on in someone's life you mm. know this fuck mate heaps of people struggling with all different everyone's got their own issues their own problems and you'll never find someone that's got no problems yeah I know you know there's just it's just fuck you just gotta live with what you're dealt yeah and try and you know find that balance and I think I guess that's where how I've found it as, as well is like my balance is my release is helping people yeah. if I can help people it's a selfish thing because it makes me feel good um, you know but at the same time I really enjoy doing it but it helps me as well you know yeah. so but I actually don't think that that's that's kind of what I was getting to a little bit before with like the charity thing mm. is that it's like it almost is looked down upon in a sense because you feel like I'm helping someone but I'm getting something out of it mm. And I feel like that with the podcast as well. It's like I know that I'm helping a lot of different people. I know that mm. there's a lot of people that get something out of that. Should I not be able to take my own joy in that? Is that not purpose? Is that not higher purpose? And is that not a way that people should like aim to live their life? Because mm. I would argue that that's probably the most fulfilling life. Like the most fulfilling way that you could live is to derive some kind of enjoyment, pleasure, and purpose out of helping other people. I actually think that's maybe one of the best ways you could live, even though we're kind of geared socially to mm. see that as selfish, mm. which I don't think is fair. No, I don't think so. I think that, yeah, it's a topic that you could literally just talk, you know, it's kind of like a... Um, I don't know, like that funnel that you talked about. Yeah, yeah. You know, because there is so many different aspects of it, but I think that, fuck, maybe everyone that's on social media and they keep doing it and they keep copying each other and trying to get views and whatever, it's just implanting it in people's head that, hey, well, fuck, I want to do it. Yeah, yeah. I want to do it. Look at that person smile. I I want someone to smile at me like that. Yeah. You know, like, and that's the way it is. You never know. You go up to someone, even, fuck, Fifty dollars, man, can change someone's life, literally. Yeah. Like, you know. So, dude, there, there's times like, especially starting this, where for like years, where I just didn't really have enough money for fuel to go places. Mm. And on the surface, I was like, doing running. Did you up. ever get to a point where you didn't have any money to eat? Oh, uh, definitely in America. Wow. When I was in America, I lived in a house without water and electricity for a couple of weeks. What? Yeah, I was just going and sharing at the gym I had a membership at. Jesus. And, like, I just had some food that was in the... Couldn't... Didn't have any... Like, your parents couldn't I give you any money? I just didn't want it. Yeah, I just didn't want it. But I, you had the option to ask. I could have, yeah. Yeah, I definitely could but have. But you didn't want the assistance? No, nah, no. Nah. Because want, I saw a lot of it as, like, my own problem. You want to do it on your own. Well, and I saw that I created a lot of my mm, problems. That's pretty responsible. 
Not really. Like I was irresponsible to get myself. Yeah, there in a way, but it's you know. pretty. You know, you took you took responsibility for your actions, and we're like, well, I'm here because of this. Instead yeah. of saying, well, fuck, I'm fucked now. I need, to, hey, I need some money. Yeah. You know, dude, there was times where like I did ask for money, uh, like so I had this bank account that was uh, it was like Cairns Penny Bank. Like that's fucking how long ago this was, mm. and uh, they didn't owe, like so I was in LA, mum pretty much didn't wake up till about like two in the afternoon la time yeah and i drove we had one of our suppliers for the race team that i work for one of our suppliers was in compton and so i went there they i got asked to go and drop this shit off and uh then i was like i got in my car and i was like oh i don't have enough fuel to make it home like i could probably get there and i had no money in my account but i it was like a new gig that i was working for this team and i didn't want to say like nah man i don't have enough money to to go there so i fucking drove to compton it was it was fmf i dropped off these pipes at fmf and then i that was fully on empty so then i just drove to this nearest chevron and i just sat there and i just waited and i was fucking sitting at this gas station in compton for like six fucking hours good car uh, I was just in a truck, like nothing, okay. cra- nothing crazy. No, nah, that like they a, want to roll you for. Nah, not really. No, I don't, they wouldn't get anywhere anyway, would they? No, nah, there's no fuel. <laughs> Unless they got some gas. But you could have stolen fuel. Or can you in America? You got to pay before you put it in. Nah, yeah, actually, I could have stole fuel. But uh, that was one of those situations where I literally just waited till two o'clock and sat in my car. Wow. I saw some hectic. I saw one dude flog his missus with <sighs> with the fucking hose Jesus. from the from the car, and I'm just like. Fuck. It was hectic, but so that was the time I asked my mum for money. That time I was you like, didn't get you didn't get help her. What's that? The lady? No, nah, I couldn't. It was gnarly. You're a pretty big dude. Nah, but I don't think I, not at that time. Mm. <laughs> I was fucking like 19. Dude, I was so fucking scared. Yeah, I actually haven't thought about like why I didn't fucking jump out of the car. Would you, I guess you nowadays I probably would. Yeah, but back then I was like. Right. Well, there's that saying, right? Like, mind your own business. Mm. That yeah. was one of those places where it's like you just I've seen seen it happen a lot as well, where the the same incident, but the man will come over to help, and then the woman turns on the guy coming over to help. That's you fucking know. real too. Yeah, of course it is. I was honestly scared of getting killed. Mm. Like that was one time. It's not that it, bad, Compton, but right at the time it was felt pretty gnarly. Mm. Like I think I was 19 or 20, no, zero money. At a gas station in Compton, watching fucking waiting. watching a dude flog his missus with the fucking bounce waiting, hose, waiting to get just some money, waiting to get some money to fucking <laughs> yeah, fuck. to drive home. I but, don't, yeah, I don't know if I. So fifty bucks, big deal. Oh yeah, like that fucking could li- that could have changed my whole hundred percent because if you died because you let's say you did get out of the car and help that lady and then he turns around and shanks you or whatever you're dead, you wouldn't have been in that position in the first place if you had yeah ten dollars but that's the thing about wealth in general right and that's why you look at um there's ideas being raised about like a minimum like what we did with through covid mm. like everyone got how much was it 750 bucks a I week or know. fortnight or something like that but like you think about the fucked up situations that you end up in mm. as a result of not having any money so like so much of the like crime is that why you the, keep you, that's why you keep looking at your bank balance but yeah because you don't want to go there you don't want to be at that field station but there's so <laughs> many think about the amount of people that have done fucked up shit like mm. you say ruin someone else's day yeah steal credit cards you know like 
think about what people will do in this situation when they don't have money. Like if you've if you've got no money and you've got no job, you got to feed your kids, no, and you what you do you gotta do? You got to fucking pay your rent. You got to do whatever. It's crime. Imagine if you your kid gets crime. sick. Yeah, you can't well, pay. Well, in America, it's different, right? If you don't have health insurance, you're fucked. Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna resort to crime. And that's that. I think that's like a real argument for just like lifting the because I feel like society is only as good as like the lowest person in society Hmm. in a sense you know it's sort of like a chain's almost as only as good as its weakest link Hmm. it's like we should as a society aim to have as few people living in poverty as possible because poverty is where all the fucked up shit goes yeah but then there's going to be less cake for everyone else and everyone wants all the cake Mm. so it's never gonna it's never gonna happen because it's all embedded in people's minds how to live what to have you know go to school fucking get a home loan meet a chick get married fucking all that bullshit yeah um because that's the way the world works and that's the way they want it to work yeah but i think that everyone's kind of waking up to that now maybe not everyone I think a small, small yeah. percentage would be starting to wake up to it. And it it will come a day where people will actually wake up from it. But fuck, until that day, I guess we just have to keep putting around and doing... Make, doing our best. Doing our best. That's all you can do, you know? I, I, just, I just feel as if, like, that when I was saying, like, cancer is as common as a cold, like, it is. Mm. That shit's hectic like it's fucking that's some scary shit yeah people are dealing with that shit every fucking day yeah it's brutal man and then like you know you'll be there and you'll be thinking oh i'm having a fucking bad day you know but are you no you're not are you You, you're having a great day dude even you know going we just went up to cape york Mm. and it's like you're in a swag and you're eating off a fire the idea of a supermarket Mm at 10 o'clock at night when you like probably could eat more Mm. (laughs) and you don't have a fucking fridge to go to and you don't you know like you're buying very limited supplies from like the communities and stuff up there yeah it's like even just the comforts of a supermarket like how how can you be sad when you have the ability like if you've got enough money to buy food at a supermarket and it's like not going to stress your bank balance Mm. bro welcome to heaven yeah like you've legitimately made it to fucking heaven when you know you're the one percent of the one percent if that's the case you know Mm. and but you get it's like that fucking what we were saying before about like you do cocaine off a stripper's ass 500 times 500 trip to the supermarket Mm. you're just at the fucking supermarket that's exactly right you don't you don't appreciate it yeah you don't appreciate um getting up at night and being able to go to a toilet that's in your house rather than walking out the back and walking down or you don't appreciate being able to turn the air conditioning on or the heater like all going to bed and not waking up with malaria exactly you don't need mosquito nets but we may but that's a really fucking good um a good charity i hope uh, i'm gonna look into that one oh yeah well yeah i'm gonna put in 500 bucks today i'll just yeah. yeah let's do it fucking i'm keen i mean it's been on my mind for a bit and uh it was one i was that's uh i was gonna do it just and not say anything about it and then that's when i kind of had that thought i was like oh it's probably not the move not to say something though because we should probably normalize people yeah like like fuck man it doesn't matter what reason you give money to someone for you want to get more clout you want to 
boost your self-esteem. Who cares? Uh, just fucking give the money to... Like, the only thing I don't like is when people string things along and say, oh, hey, have you got a dollar? Mm. I really want to... You know, stop fucking with the head. Just give them the money. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking give it to them. Yeah. You know? Film it all you want, but don't fuck with them. Yeah, don't make it a show. Nah. Just fucking hell. Of course he's probably... Majority of those people... Are, what are you trying to prove anyway? Majority of those people are... They're the most giving that there are. Because they mm, have nothing. They have nothing, yeah. nothing. Yeah. Like, you know, they'll give you their shirt before a fucking millionaire will give you something. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is true. Have you got any, like, stories that... Or people that really touch you when you gave them something and it... Like, you sort of didn't know, but in the end it really ended up making, like, a massive difference to their life? Hmm. I think all, all of them are pretty, you know, pretty grateful and... and well, I try and look for the ones that are, you know, in dire straits as such. Yeah. Um, I, I think well, one of the ones I did when COVID was on and I went to the supermarket, I didn't video it, but I just went there and I started paying for people's fucking groceries. I think I took like eight grand or something and I ended up giving this lady a couple of grand, a real old lady, and um, she ended up writing an actual fucking letter of this spiel of thank you my rent blah blah and then um gave it to the people that worked there and then they gave it to me and then i read it and i was like holy shit man this lady like legitimate like she fucking wrote a fucking letter and like signed it like she was full old too like proper and um i think that one was pretty pretty moving for sure she really appreciated it because mm. people don't really know to know what to expect either you know like you you got some dude i'm pretty confront confronting as such yeah. tattoos on my face and my head everywhere like you know um and then you got me standing there going oh here i'll pay for this here here's a thousand dollars you're like whoa whoa what yeah you know it was only the other week we tried to do one at a, a senior's village and knocking on their door and then saying oh hey how much rent do you pay this much all right well here's four months rent yeah you know blah blah and um that backfired completely because you know they're old people they can fucking hell you're, you're scary to them yeah yeah you know they don't want to fucking open the door they lock themselves in the house that's crazy then we yeah. had a dude yelling out you fucking burglars motherfuckers screaming and shit and like i was like holy shit this is hectic let's get out of here this is the worst idea ever <laughs> i was like no but i've got another good one that i want to do and um it's the post office mm. so a lot of old people still go on the post office to pay bills they're not good with social like the internet yeah shit. yeah so um yeah i had an idea where standing out the front of the post office i think pension days a thursday i was told and then in the morning you know and then saying hey you're here to pay a bill Oh, what bill is it? Show me. Okay, here. Here's the money for this bill. Or this bill or this bill. Cause oh, because they're, they're still paying their bills by the, yeah. by the post. And a lot of them can't turn on the heater as such and because they don't want their... Because yeah. pension's not much money, man. Yeah. They they live on fuck all. And um, majority of them do anyway. And um, I thought that would be a really, really good idea to try and do something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's just yeah. kind of a little bit different, I guess, as well. Yeah. We did do a different one not long ago with um I bought a couple of those motorized scoot uh mobility scooters. Yeah, yeah. And um they're very expensive those fucking things. How much are they? Six grand a pop. Mm, makes sense. Yeah. Well, pensioners can't afford that. No. Nah. They can opt for a walker. It's not a motor, it's just fucking a handle of wheels and they just putter it like, you know, that's fucked. And um I thought 
fuck, I want to do something for the old people. I thought, fuck, that'd be a great idea. Let's go buy two of these, pick fucking two people that have walkers and say, hey, why don't you have a mobility scooter? What do they say straight away? I can't, can't afford, afford it. it. Yeah, so gave them that. And they were really fucking, really, really happy. And it's um, kind of put me onto another project now I want to do is I want to buy a big pontoon boat as such and deck it out for wheelchair access and then make it accessible for the the public the disabled to take it fishing like you know they don't have to pay to use it i'm not running that's a, sick eh? yeah i'm not running a fucking uh, it's not a charter company it's not a charter you want to use it just contact me fucking here's the keys take it out so i'm not like you know i don't have to get insurance or for any of that shit like so they can just use it and i'll deck it out and because we don't have anything like that mm. and i think that those people would really benefit from that because one of the guys that gave them a mobility scooter to he said fuck I'd love to go fishing but I can't get in a boat and I thought fuck I'm gonna get one of these pontoon boats and deck it out and you know maybe even put like a um, a bathroom in there with a hoist set up so they can at least be comfortable and stay on there for a, a long period of time rather than oh mm. I've got to go to the toilet got to take him get him off like yeah, you know make it full deck it out for him um but yeah, that's a that's a project I want to do. Like just just shit like that, that no one else is really doing. Yeah, to help. Yeah, no, fuck. It sounds like an awesome idea. the The fishing thing's cool because it seems like for you that's probably been like one of the constant things in your life you've been able to do that like help with the mental health side of things. Yeah, hundred percent. I would like to fish more, and I'm, I'm hoping now I'll have less stress on me and more time freed up to actually do that. Um, but yeah I really wasn't fishing for a while there because I was so busy you gotta go out mm. and you gotta make so many videos you gotta have meetings and think about what fucking things you're gonna film and forecast and all this shit and it's just like holy shit man like this is hectic at one point I was like I'm fucking done I don't I, don't, I can't do this anymore like and the it fishing sound, or the business the business yeah I was like oh, fuck it sounds like I'm whinging but fuck man that's way harder People think there's no work involved. There's a fuckload. It's insane, bro. Rather than going to work for an employer where you walk, work nine to five and you go home and you switch off, you don't care about cash flow, you don't care about your overheads, nothing. You just go home and go to bed. You yeah. wake up. They deal with all that. Yeah. But then when you're running your own business, plus you've got to make your own content, You like I do all the social medias, everything. It's just constantly on your fucking phone. Like, yeah. And it just gets fucking... And then there's that weird thing where it's like a, you're in it. Yeah. You know, it's not even like you're the you're just the business guy. It's like you're the fucking product as well. Exactly. And I mean, that's what I was saying before. Like I did three years of just switching back and forward back of my own shit. Yeah. And I was just like, man, this is not a like long-term business model because I fucking hate myself. Like yeah. I'm over it. I'm sick of seeing it. Yeah, you'll burn yourself out. Oh, it's insane. And then you've got to deal with like the negative comments and people's opinions and i'm just like hey bro i've put out 300 podcasts for free mm. that took three hours to sit and record and then 10 hours to get ready to post so i'm 16 hours deep times 300 mm. times the posting times the fucking shit and now i'm reading your bad comment yeah. that's saying that it's just like but do you read much into it not these days no nah, but nah. you did at the at the start i think that you everyone probably goes through a process but of, there will be that time where there'll be a comment that will just get you it'll get you yeah, yeah. and that's that's all they're doing they're just trying to get you and they get you every fucking not all the time but the ones that they know how to get you mm. 
and it's just like, fuck, who are you? Yeah. What is your life like? Yeah. Is your life that good? Like, you got to spend time out of your day to come to me and say this? Like, fuck, I've had death threats. I've had... Why don't you just fucking kill yourself and get it over with? Like, that all the time. Really? Yeah. That's so fucked up. And, like, proper fishermen, too. Because they don't like it because I've come in and fishing was so clean, calm, and collective, you know? It was like... Yeah, yeah. You know, we don't carry on like that. We're fishermen. This is a fisherman's code kind of thing. It's like, fuck off, idiot. Let's have a laugh. (laughs) Go jack off over your coxswain's ticket. Let's fucking you know get the dogs have a bust up and have a good time and I think it was just bringing something fresh to fishing because fuck there was just that loophole man no one was taking oh the yeah yeah I was like how is no one taking the piss out of fishing like yeah. are you kidding they're the most serious it's the easiest thing in the world any hot chick any hot chick will fucking tell you about the dude on it uh, on the tinder profile that is holding a fish it's 100%. a fucking meme bro yeah I know and it's just like Fishermen in general, man, like that. There's some real like um, normal ones, and then there's the gnarly ones. They're like a fucking a hybrid between like a, a truck driver and a fucking yeah. you know a yeah. toilet cleaner. Yeah. They're psycho. <laughs> you know they're the kind of yeah, and um, yeah, like fuck that loophole, man. I know I still can't believe no one was taking advantage of it. Well, that's kind of like was one of maybe like where I was kind of gonna go a bit is like. If this content, you know, the stuff that's getting you in trouble and if it's mm. like the, it's the prank stuff and it's like harder to do and harder to think of and you're well known now, why don't you just start like a legitimate fishing thing? I thought about that, but it's not staying true to who I am. And that is... But how? how? Well, because for one, I suck at fishing. Fishing is but hard. That's, I suck at motocross nah. and I get paid to ride motocross. Yeah, but... Hey, you get paid. Fucking oath. That's part of the job, bro. You get paid to ride a motorbike. At times, yeah. For what? Doing tricks and shit? No, nah, like we do fucking bike builds. We do like we go have events that we go to. Like, yeah, right. We'd make videos of like we did a trip through Europe and we made like five videos from it and Manscaped fucking sponsored it. But you'd know a lot about a motorbike. Yeah, but I'm not that good. Nah, see? Like, like if you compare me to the, a pro that races for a living like the best motocross rider are you in the talking world about me. like the ones how they go around in the yeah, circles yeah, yeah. And just so, like, yeah. is that what you're in or you're into like the backflips no nah, like the racing side of things oh you like the but racing like trail riding we just rode do you like, like the racing yeah 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 I'll still race every now and again seems pretty gnarly it is fucking gnarly if you come off and then oh, you got yeah. 40 blokes fucking riding behind you yeah, they'll yeah. run you over the last big crash I had that guy just crashed in front of me and I just fucking front flipped at like 60 k's an hour, just thrown off my bike, like fuck, cooked my back the whole day, broke my wrist at the cave. Like, so, yeah, it's not, no joke. My point is... Yeah, but you're actually out there doing it. Oi, all right, Griff. You got any footage of you doing it? Yeah, go on there, on there, like Gypsy Instagram if you want. So, Griff, how much better percentage-wise would Chase Sexton be at riding a motocross bike than me? Be completely honest. Who's Chase? The, like, the best dude. Hey, that's still pretty good. Because so he, he's 90% yeah, better than me. 90? Now, it would sound bad if he said 100. 
but it's see, so close to still, 100. Yeah, but you're still holding 10%, and that's still pretty fucking You good. would be 10% of a fisherman, is my point that I'm trying to get across. Yeah, here. look, hey, I would right? be, but I find that shit boring. But do it your own way. Yeah, we've, do da- it the we've, we've done it. We've done way. it. We've done Where have you gone? We've done fishing with fish. Where? Well, just in the river and that. No, bro, why are you not... Content idea for you. Yeah. I'll fucking do it with you. Mm. Go on a fishing charter in fucking Darwin, bro. Darwin. And catch the gnarliest dogs you've ever caught. Fish from a fucking helicopter. I don't think people Dar- are interested in that. I'm telling you. In a helicopter? Fish from a fucking... They fuck- won't let me fish catch- from a helicopter. They do. There's no, heli- they don't. Go right, Google heli fishing tours fucking Darwin. No Let's just see way. what comes up. You, you're there, nah, I'm telling you, there mm. is a fucking way for you to be yourself and make like gnarly good fucking content that would fill up your cup and other people would froth on. Is there one? Darwin Heli Fishing Adventures. No, you don't fish out of the helicopter. They drop you down on the land to places you can't access. I know by. people that have fished from a helicopter. Look, mm. I can see you there. Look nah, at that. Look see, at that big fucking You're not pulling up dog. a fucking barramundi from a helicopter. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, they don't. I know people that Look have Look at the helicopter it. landed. See, it's all landed. There's no helicopter fishing. I know people that have done it. There is no such thing. You show are me. Will- show me. YouTube it then. We've got a better chance fishing at Fishing from a helicopter. Done. Griff, there's find no it. way. Griff will find it. I'm telling you though, if like there's a way that you can make fucking dope content doing this shit. The fact that your whole brand doesn't exist. Marlin from a helicopter. That's fake. It's fake. I've uh, seen that one. You've seen it. Right, Jump. Don't out. click on that one. Drone fishing. Go helicopter fishing in British Columbia. He- no, nah, heli fishing in Cape York. Patriot Games. Fuck yeah! Shout out to Justin. They won't copyright strike us. In this episode of Patriot Games. So like Patriot let's Campbell let's fast forward to the fishing from the helicopter. The it's gotta be something. Go to that bit down the end there, maybe. The Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, like right around there. He's fishing for boar from a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, there's a they, that's how a lot of the um the fishermen hunting. they uh, the sorry the Fucking pest control they shoot from, from helicopter. The, yeah, yeah. Fast forward this, see if they get to the heli fishing bit. There we go. Let's go. Why is the fucking power fish not you can't. catching a three and meter fucking flatty <laughs> from a heli? For one, helicopters are fucking dangerous. They are very dangerous. And two. You're dangerous. It doesn't exist because fast forward it right fucking there and you'll see they're standing on land. The helicopter just gets them to these spots. We've found another hole. We've found another hole in the market. Catching a three metre... How's the YouTube title? Catching a three metre flatty from a helicopter. It's a good fucking YouTube. It is. Do you reckon I could... Would anyone... I don't think it's legal. I don't think they'd be allowed. Bro, I'm telling you, I know people that have done it. I've got a friend. But how in, like, there's no footage. Be the guy. It's impossible. I'm telling Well, all right, we've just set it up for you. Because you know why? I'll tell you why it's impossible. The helicopter, the wind coming from the fucking helicopter is blowing it on the water, scaring all the fish away. What's your, what? Those flatties are going to be gone. Unless your helicopter's like a kilometre in the air. Do you ever get paid from, um, like, real companies and shit like that? 
Nah, fuck you missing you're missing it. I'm telling you. We you can do there's a way that you can make a lot of the shit that you want to make and get like sponsors with legitimate fishing companies. Yeah, but then I got to fucking answer to someone and just get a fucking brand manager to do, do the deals that. for nah, you. Nah, it's more dramas. I'm I'm happy just comfortable, you know. I don't want to fucking That's fair too. You know, dwell into that shit and be one of those look at these jocks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like chasing barramundi, you know. They're so too serious. Like I'll fuck around on the river, I'll do the flatty five hundred. We get contestants on there that catch a flathead or they win some money, you know, just yeah. shit like that with banter in between and just not the so normal fucking stupid fishing content that's so serious, man. It's so lame. Yeah, I just I just feel like you could really get in there. I think it, it I think it would be cool it. going to like the Amazon or something. Yeah, like shit like that. But see, since the power fish started, the, the whole COVID thing. Yeah, and, you, know, you the, started in. Yeah, there yeah. was nowhere really to to do. But now, as things are slowing down, I don't know. Some places you still got to be vaccinated. I'm sure. Not not in Oz. You can go wherever you want. Oh, in Oz. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Are you vaccinated? Yeah. Triple. No. Ooh, double. Nah, yeah, double jabbed. Did you get any side effects? No, nah, literally nothing, bro. Oh, like, nice. I was definitely... I had um, Senator Malcolm Roberts on the podcast, like the One Nation dude. We did like a full deep dive. Like, I was very anti-vax mandate. What do you, hey, what do you think of that guy? Uh, I, I enjoyed the conversation. Very smart guy. Um, I just think that that whole party is like... You just kind of they're chasing issues like they they get a thing and they're like they put a flag in the ground and then they just like want to argue and then they want to drum up support Hmm. from the people that believe their extreme argument Hmm. and he's like you know what i was saying when you if you're like a someone that believes every single conspiracy theory you're just Hmm. a contrarian so i think that they're on like that side of things in a way you know and i think that it's like if you're a if you're an anti-vaxxer I was like, all right, maybe I'll listen. If you're an anti-vaxxer and a flat earther and a chemtrails and a this and a that, it's like, okay, well, fuck, what, what, uh, no, I'm not having this conversation. Mm. Like, I can't, I, I don't know what level you're on. It's like, you fuck one goat, you're a goat fucker kind of deal. Mm. I think that you get in, you can get into that territory where it's like, oh, you're just this guy. Like, you're a, you're going against what everyone yeah, else is going just against. Just to go against them. Yeah, exactly. But in saying that, like, fuck, you can delve so deep. Is the earth round? Fuck, I don't know. Mm. Do I, have I done my research? Or When people say do their research, where are they getting their research from? It's a weird thing, right? It is. It is very weird because I want to know where that person got their research from that put that there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do I believe in the moon landing? Fuck no. I don't believe in that shit. Have we ever been to space? Probably not. Maybe we have. But until I go there or I do it myself, then I'll believe it mm. kind of thing. I don't know. It's a it's a real difficult. The thing that I I yes I agree, and what you said is correct. Mm-hmm. How do you know that him and him? There yeah. has to be some. But at this point, though, I guess this is my thinking around it. Right? Is like at some point there has to be like some faith in an institution. Mm. I think that that's probably like I don't have faith in the government. I don't have God. T- you have faith in God? No, no. Christian? No. Read the Bible? Yes. Really? Yeah. You've read the Bible? I went to Catholic school. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I spent like seven years. I, get it. I ended up getting what do you? What do you think about the Bible? Truth? No. Well, I think probably a lot of stuff in there is true. 
I think there's it's a story. It's a really yeah, well written story. Yeah, but where did it come from? What do you mean? Well, the Bible. Like they're saying it's this old, right? And it's come all this way, and it and, it, and it's still the same today. No, I don't think so. Well, it wasn't written in English. So if you're reading an English Bible, none, literally, no word of Jesus. What was it written, was it written in? Hebrew. See, that's how much I don't even know. So, like that, the Bible as it stands now is an interpretation. Mm. So, like someone's translated it from one language so it's to a, another it, language. It's a true story movie, based much. on a true story. Yeah, <laughs> but I've seen no evidence of mm. uh, of the the ark. Where's the ark? I have no idea. Surely we'd find the fucking ark, right? Well, like, if how, there was a, how long was it? It was a fucking long. It was a big boat. If it had two of every animal, and how did they know that it was two of every animal? Mm. I got I got kicked out of the Catholic school because the the uh, we had like a a brother that he was like the head of the school, right? And he came in and was doing the religion class, mm. and it was. It was back when in primary school you'd have all the teachers. You'd have, all the classes were with the one teacher, yeah. right? So you weren't broken off. And mm. did, I wasn't doing homework. And uh, so we did paper mache dinosaur eggs Yeah. in like the morning class. And then the next class was religion. And then he read the book of Genesis, which is like God created the earth in seven days. And on the yeah. first day he did that. And then I was just like very innocently, where was the dinosaurs? <laughs> And they didn't like that you questioned that. Did Fuck they? no, bro. No. Like it turned into a full thing and I just stood there. That's what and you... It was such an innocent question. It was like, we, well, I literally just made a paper mache dinosaur Yeah, egg. where are the dinosaurs? And I'm like, okay, so are you lying? Mm. Or are you lying? Yeah. There's two adults saying two different fucking opposing things. But yeah, so... But like, I guess my, my, my point was, like I don't have full faith in, in the government. Mm. I don't have full faith in... The, like a lot of um, what would you call them like uh, what the word be? like I don't I don't have faith in these institutions mm. right I don't believe that they're all the way correct mm. but in terms of like at some point you have to trust like the, the institution of science to a point where it's like if you're an engineer and then that engineer gets a job at Qantas and then that engineer builds a plane mm. and then I get on that plane so, like, at some point, I'm trusting science. Like, I'm trusting science mm. all of the time, but science, every science day. But science is a, another difficult one as well, isn't it? Because, yeah. But my point is that if I'm... If I can trust science enough mm. to get on a plane, so, like, or, or there has to be a, a certain faith in an institution yeah. that would give an engineer a degree that to, would allow yeah, that yeah, to yeah. build a plane. So, for me... Again, it's like, all right, this is very selective. So mm. you'll believe in this. Like, I've had a fucking STD before. I took a pill and went away. Did you? Yeah. What'd you have? Oh, chlamydia. Oh, dude, everyone's had chlamydia. Yeah, don't say STD like it's something bad. <laughs> like, everyone's had chlamydia, dude. Have you fucked Fuck. if, you ha- if you haven't had the clap of you even had sex? Exactly. But, so that's my point. So again, that's a vaccination. What about essential. gonorrhea? Let's get into the nah, good I shit. I haven't had any of the good shit. What? What have you had? Chlamydia, but like, I wouldn't mind a Chlam- bit of <laughs> chlamydia. Look, a, a bit of herpes wouldn't go astray. A bit of street cred in herpes. Like I, I think there is. Fucking oath. I think there is. Do I think you- everyone doesn't want to come near you for one, which is good if you like being alone. <laughs> um, Dude, I I was was with a chick in America. Herpes. She got HIV. 
Ooh. Not from me, obviously. Ooh, but, but you actually were having sex with her. So before... Then you had to get tested. No, 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 no. Before, right? So this chick, dime piece. Like straight fucking dime piece. Like she's the kind of... Uh, after we had our little fling like when we were both pretty young she mm. was like flying around the world with like fucking golfers and so she's like A grade pussy like as mm. good as pussy gets and then she got fucking HIV and then so she went off around the world for like years and we'd always we were cool we were like we were sweet and then uh it was like years later we'd kind of circle back I was living in LA she was living in LA and we started like talking again and then I had one of her friends hit me up and just be like Boy, I took her to the hospital for this. This went down. This is what she's got. Has she told you? And I was like, nah. And then I just quickly. Nah, exited. but she was. She wasn't trying to get naughty with you. No, no, no. It wasn't like where there was like to a point where we we're about to have sex and she like didn't but tell me. Could we there, didn't get to that could point. There it would have. Yeah, I was. That's the way that it was going. And I was thought, man, like imagine that if you got like trapped in that. Well, people situation. do. What about the one that happened on the Gold Coast? He was a circus performer at the casino, remember? No. And it happened to not too long ago. Yeah, African man. I think he was African. Really? And he um he had HIV and he, he actually went to jail. So you should. Yeah, because he went around having sex with all these women unprotected. Bro, that it's shit is mans- so scary. Manslaughter, bro. man. Fucking yeah. for real. But there's people that are angry at the world, right? If you're angry at the world, you're going to get a gun and kill people. Or you're going to have HIV and go fuck blokes and then kill blokes and kill women. And yeah, yeah, that's some pretty gnarly shit. But if you were to offer me money for HIV, hundred grand, I might no, not a hundred <laughs> grand, but let's say ten milli, I'd probably take it for like a version of it. Because I think no, Charlie's death, death, death. You if, would- you, if you said to me, I'll give you ten million dollars, and you get HIV, and you're going to die in say let's say three years. I think it takes a bit longer than that. That's not a good deal. Yes, it is. <laughs> what? Are Ten you... million. But you just dollars. spent money that time saying that fucking that much money doesn't matter. What would you do? No, with because million? I can help, man. You can. I could. Uh. I could fully set up my my nephew. My you know, ten million dollars, man. Like, but you wouldn't want to be around for more than three years. Not if I had the chance to take that money. Because mm. I'm very um. Look, I think that I've talked about this with my my mate a bit, and um, I'm uh content mm. i'm happy like with what i've achieved in life i don't feel as if i need to go anywhere or do anything i'm like if i died today i, I wouldn't there's nothing that i really want to do yeah, yeah if that makes sense yeah i'm not craving to go here or do that so if someone said to me hey 10 million dollars you live for three years but you get 10 milli well, yeah i'm going to put people that i care before me mm. careful you know so it may sound strange but yeah it's, but it's a strange thought experiment but it, i guess it makes sense you know like well if, if you've had like if you've lived a life with the level of depression that you have mm, exactly i always wonder like when you think about suicide and it's a fucking super common like unfor- mm. it's unfortunately common yeah but you think about suicide and you think about someone so you said you were 37 Hmm. 37 years of being tormented by your own mind not 37 years probably started 18 okay what do you reckon it was well I think and it's just my opinion that it one of the pieces to it which isn't the whole thing but had a part in it was weed 
I mm. think it done. It just I had some chemical imbalance going on, and it just. So it's a super young age to be doing that shit. Too. Yeah, look, I think weed's good for so many people. Like I've seen it help people, you know. But for me, it just done done the opposite. Yeah, you know, which um. Yeah. Do you remember what you were like before it? Um, like so, you know, to go to the level where you yeah, had- I do. I was, I was, um, fuck. I used to have really bad anger issues where I'd have to get in winter, go out night when I was a kid, and turn the hose on, and put the hose on me to like calm me down. Really? Because I'd just be that anxious and like just yeah. Where do you think that came from? Weird. Fuck. I have no idea. My childhood. My parents were like, they split up when I was young and. Fuck, they were separated for like 17 years or something and got back together when I was... They ended up getting back together when I was a bit older. But, mm. um, yeah, I don't know, eh? Fuck. It's weird because I've talked to people, psychologists and stuff about it, my mental health, and they're like, well, we got to go back in the past mm. and we've got to find what triggered this depression, this panic disorder. Let's 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 trigger what what happened something happened and um i've tried thinking so much like what was it like i fucking i wasn't molested as a child i wasn't fuck i was good like mm. you know apart from like yeah we would live in halfway houses because we you know my parents split it and we had no money like you know shit like that yeah but there's fucking trauma in that bro like there there is not for me to remember yeah but i uh, so it's fine. I actually, I think you should do mushrooms. I think you should start. Uh, yeah, dude. So I, so I had, I had a couple. I've had a couple of like gnarly revelations on mushrooms that have like yeah. that have helped my life. Yeah, like I've heard. I've heard from the point. Look, forward, I've heard know? more good things about mushrooms and bad things. Yeah. I had a mate that done it, and he he wigged out. He ate too many, and this is when we were about yeah, he just nineteen. Can't, he yeah, ran he in front of a car. He was in a coma for months. Came out with ABI. He's fucking, you know, he's meant to let his brain repair. He didn't, so he's kept doing drugs, and now he's all fucking yeah in the clouds, you know. So I have heard many more good things about it than bad, but just hearing those bad things was enough for me to be like, you just you have to nail the set and setting, mm-hmm. like even in here, like you know, saying no I've done, done way, a, done a couple lock-ins, like, no way, but you just got to be somewhere safe mm. and with someone comfortable. Mm. And but so like for example so um, I had uh, I had like a real a real like insecurity for most of my life around like oh you talk too much yeah like that was always the thing that people said and I was I would always and I I hated about myself and I literally like I had a version of hate for myself mm. over who I was and I who I couldn't was something i couldn't change you know yeah yeah and i always thought it was out of ego Mm. and that i wanted to like big note myself and i wanted to be the man and i wanted to like that and that's why i did it so i had this really 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 negative self-image of me because of like this thing but but what is it well i just i I, and so i did mushrooms right and we were supposed to we were supposed to go we're we're at a mate's house and we took some mushrooms my mate had just broken up had his chick leave him he was engaged like so he was going through some shit so i was like sweet let's go up here we've got some mushrooms we'll fucking go we'll go out on the beach in noosa and we'll just sit and trip and fucking Mm. you know enjoy enjoy the world and then so we end up going to this bar on the way to the beach to like wait for shit to kick in because it takes like about an hour yeah 
we run into one of my mates and he had this new chick and it was like a big deal for him. So he's like, stay and have a drink with us. Anyway, I end up just full blown fucking tripping balls while I'm at this table with all these fucking strangers. And I like felt the anxiety like I never noticed before. But whenever I'm in this, I was in this group situation, I would feel like an anxiety to like be the vibe guy. Yeah, right. Like I wanted to make sure that ev- that there was good conversation. Like mm. I always read a lot of books. I always had interesting things to talk about. I could always pull from some random thing that I read or heard and like generate a conversation. Yeah. And in just as simple as that of like, but I was, so I was here and I just couldn't talk. And like, cause of the mushrooms, I'll just like, mm. I just literally couldn't fucking say anything. And the anxiety, bro, that started building up in Boiling, my fucking yeah. body. I was like, and it, I felt like I was going to fucking explode. Like, yeah. because I, and then I noticed, I'm like, bro, you have this crazy fucking anxiety around wanting people to have this good time and mm. like wanting the room to feel a certain way when you're, when you're in it. Mm. And that's a very innocent thing. And so I'd spent, this was probably only fucking four years ago, man. So I spent 30 years literally like hating that side of me. And ironically, I fucking talk for a living. Like it's my job. But I fucking hated it so much, bro. And that was like, if you wanted to fucking get at me, then that's what you'd say. And so it wasn't, you know, that it was just mushrooms and it was just sitting there and it just gave me this perspective. That's a thing I'd hated about myself my entire fucking life. Mm. And it wasn't until I did that that I kind of like got some perspective over it. Then I had some other things that, that came up on like different times with like, it was something I could remember in my child. It was like a sex related thing. And it wasn't like molested or nothing yeah. like that. But I remember, I remember hearing sex when I was young. And it, I knew it was this guy that was like kind of, it was like a family friend. I looked up to the, he was the fucking man. And just seeing that as like a five or six year old warped my, my whole perspective for most of my life about what sex was and should have been mm. fully. There was so many fucking things in my life that that hijacked. And it was just happenstance, a five-year-old kid overhearing sex for the mm. first time and then again i was on mushrooms when i like i i knew this thing happened and i remembered i'd always thought about this mm. thing but it wasn't a serious event in my life until i did mushrooms That's very interesting. and it gave me this like crazy perspective on this situation so that's what i'm saying to you, man it's like it might not be a case of well you don't need to trip fucking balls yeah, and know, go to what to go with the cosmos but mm. you just feel things in a different way it gives you like a a lens and i mean if if you've if you've got these like you know that mental health side of things but you don't know where those traumas come from or you can't point a finger on it it might be stuff that you've spent a lot of time thinking about, but just the wrong way. Yeah, exactly. And, I, and it I, I could get that. open. I've, the... I've heard different like layers as such. You know, you know, you've got so many different layers of mm. shit. Just gets lost there. Mm. Like it's literally right there, but I just can't get it. Mm. You know, so maybe that that is it, or maybe I need, need to just fucking eat heaps of mushrooms. I'm not but you, sure. I don't think you need to do heaps. Bro. Nah, that's but what like, I'm saying. You know, like, just, I, I think that what you should do is if if you can get something off your mate that's like good quality shit, yeah, then you should just start with like two grams and just see how you feel. Do it on an empty stomach. And what about like, heroin? I'd do heroin. Really? Yeah. I feel like I've done heroin, bro. Like with fucking injuries and 
in hospitals and shit. You'd, like you'd smoke it. Nah, I'd want to have a doctor like fucking. Oh, you want to inject it? Well, I've, like I'm saying, I've had it before. You like, would, you would in do hospital. It, but would you do it? Well, I've literally done it before. Why would I not? No, but like, not. I'm not talking like A grade fucking hospitalized fucking opiates. I'm talking about like heroin. Probably not off the street. Probably not. You get it, and then you got to burn it and mix it nah. and all that shit. Nah, I feel like you can just get it though. I, like, I don't know where, but probably you can. I don't know. What would make you want to do that? Fuck, I heard it's the best feeling ever. Dude, I've done, I've like, just from painkillers, I've like been in the hospital. So like I've had fentanyl, like fentanyl they reckon is X times stronger than heroin. Well, that's the big thing now. Yeah. Is, you know, that's what's being put in everything. Yeah, well, they're cutting everything with it. Um, but I remember being in hospital, I woke up from my operation, I had a kidney operation mm. and um, they cut through like all the fucking like all your stomach tissue and shit yeah and um and then i woke up and then they're like how's the pain and i said pretty much most pain i've ever had in my entire life and then they fucking give you fentanyl gone everything gone bro happy cruising i can definitely see very dangerous oh dude i definitely see why people i actually said to my old boy after it i was like because come from very anti-drug family mm. and i said to my old boy i'm like man i can see how people are heroin addicts yeah. and he's like no, no no fuck that and i'm like no i get it like yeah fuck being a heroin addict mm. but i can see how it happens like that shit was crazy some of the streets in america uh fuck what is what is the street called again skid row no nah, not skid row there's another area and um it's just so gnarly man like they're just injecting on the street they're all like there's just people like zombies man it's fucking intense yeah it is so fucking hectic and it's just like fuck we don't have that here no but now, i feel like we just have a a that's kind of what i was saying before like i think our lowest level of society is at a higher level mm. if that makes sense yeah like i just feel like and that's why i think that's why people like you're important that want to give to people that are mm. in that lower economic because i i genuinely think like the way that a society is lifted is from the bottom up you know like the society doesn't get better by adding to the top like nah. society gets better at the very lowest level like a chain is as weak as its lowest link and i just don't think australia has the same level of like poverty and the same numbers of people no of course we've got a way larger population in the u.s but i don't know fucking hell we we may get there we may end up like that have streets that are just fucking filled with tents like it's fucking housing crisis like people have no money apparently la is like even worse now have you ever seen photos of skid row group dude type in skid row it is have you been to america no Dude, it's fucking something else, bro. I remember the first time I ever saw it, I was like, holy shit. Not the band, though. (laughs) Just Skid Row, yeah, and type that in. It's full on, dude. Go to images. Yeah, literally just open up. That's what it looks like for fucking miles and miles and miles and miles. Yeah, it's fucking next level. That's not even gnarly. Like, go to the tents. Like, you see the the tents and shit. That's just what it's like. That's downtown Los Angeles, bro. And it's like a whole neighborhood of that shit. So, yeah, we fucking definitely don't have that. That's, um... It's interesting what you're saying about the, the weed thing. I think that weed when you're young is not good. 
like are most drugs that when you not for everyone yeah but for some people everyone's different you know i think that it's like people can do things in moderation you know my my um my uncle was a functioning ice addict really he got cancer he ended up dying um but he lived way longer than they thought he would and with way less pain because of the ice um, but he was functional as fuck. Had his own home, worked, you know, just done ice every day. Yeah. The, the thing that's fucked up about that is that because it's illegal, he's a criminal. Mm. When it's oh, like, well, I don't, yeah, look, in, yeah, by term, by, by the term. By definition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a criminal, but I don't know. There's people that can't function on that shit and they just go skits. Yeah. And that's some scary shit, man. But saying that, there's a lot of people have been doing, have done it, come out the other end. Mm. Great people. Well, you did a documentary recently with on, Dottie. Yeah, okay. Dottie was a great gentleman um, from Pottsville, and uh, yeah, he he um, got into the amphetamine kind of bit stuff there, and mentally wasn't well, and jumped out in front of a car, and yeah he survived which is very very lucky and now he's sober he's clean and he's living a great life even jake duncan you know jake the mm-hmm. skater no successful skater rode for um who did he ride for falcom for yeah. a long time he was big he was pro he had his own pro model all that he got mixed up in that that bad stuff too that's just ice you know he's clean now family kid job you know, so it's it's good when you see those successful, successful, you know, those happy endings kind mm. of thing. But there's so many that are not happy. That aren't, yeah. And they're just fucked. And there's people that you wouldn't even think that would be fucking on ice, and they're on ice. That's you know? what's crazy. He was telling me he was smoking with heart surgeons and stuff, like proper, like people in high, you know, high positions and important fucking roles, yeah. you know. And um, they're on that shit, which is just... Well, I think that's one of the... An, another argument for like on my side like I'm a full de- decriminalized drugs mm. like if you get caught possessing drugs you shouldn't go to jail mm. definitely we should stop like try and find illegal drug dealers and mm. we should just stop that but the, the, it's so uh, like hypocritical because especially like you look in the US there's like drug laws around crack mm. which is just insane like there are so many hundreds of thousands of men that are in jail for crack yeah and then like you said if you're a fucking white doctor and you want to do cocaine like the amount of people that I've seen do cocaine that will just it's not illegal mm. like essentially cocaine if you're white and you have enough money and you're not a fucking idiot that yeah. drops a packet on a bar floor in front of a secchi like cr- coke is not illegal mm. And that's the reality of it that yeah. not a lot of people want to admit. You know, ice is legal if you're a fucking heart surgeon. Oh, you know, yeah, heroin is legal if you're... Th- and so it's like a... It's asymmetrical. You yeah. know, like it's legal for some people, but it's illegal for others. Oh, fuck. I'm going to have to... Um, yeah, yeah, no, we're, we're done. Three, we're, three we're hours. Done? We've, we've been in here, mate. We've, we've locked in. So, so I think we'll leave it on the last, la- last, last words here. I'll, I'll look into this camera here. Can you see me? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like I said before, five hundred grand. I would jack off on camera for OnlyFans, <laughs> but you know what? Even a million dollars, I would fuck another bloke. A million dollars, because 
A million dollars is a lot of money and you could help a lot of people. So get out there and start finding opportunities as such. There's a lot of wealthy men out there would pay a lot of money for a lot of you hot blokes to take them from behind. So, yes. So with that... <laughs> no, but honestly, a million bucks, would you fuck a dude? Yep. You would, eh? Yeah. Fuck, see? But some people turn around and say, fuck no. Yeah. Not fucking a dude. Because at the end of the day, I fucked that dude, man. And Doesn't make you gay. Nah, nah, but uh, it wouldn't bother me. Yeah. I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm not going to be like, I'd probably even need like something to keep me hard. Cause Especially not really... today, I would actually fuck a dude for a million dollars after watching that movie last night. Yeah, right. Yeah. I woke up this morning, me and my missus were All still right, talking about it. I got a question it. for you. Yeah. $10 million and 10 blokes have to unload inside your flatty hole. Nah. You wouldn't do it? I just feel like I could make $10 million. Really? That fast? Not, each, not that fast. Each bloke's only going for a minute. So you're in, you're in there for 10 minutes. Ooh. 10 minutes, 10, 10 minutes, blokes, 10 mil. You'd do it. How would you feel about me, Griff? What, is it public? Of course. Yeah, and, that, see, and that's, that's the thing. thing. Yeah, it gets posted everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It gets Dude, posted everywhere. How would you feel about me, Griff, if I fucked 10 dudes for 10 mil? You'd get a pay rise. Think about that, though. <laughs> You'd get a. I'd probably double your wage. Would you think about me differently? You would though. This is the thing though, right? Of so course, that I think movie, about it. Of course, that movie last night. This it showed to me. Every I wish everyone could watch that movie, not knowing it's a gay movie. Because mm. as soon as the fucking penny dropped, I'm I gonna, I'm gonna watch it. I didn't think worse of him. It wasn't that, but I thought different. Did you find him. him attractive after you found out you knew that? I feel like there's something semi-attractive about gay dudes in yeah. a way like i'm not I'm, I'm definitely there's no there's definitely no part of me that is like homophobic mm. doesn't see the appeal of it doesn't understand there'd yeah. be people out there like i could never understand how you could fuck a bloke yeah i'm not that guy yeah. i definitely get it there's oh, some look, great I, looking I, I, guys i guess out i'm there. like that like i i can't look at it and be like oh yeah i'd love to do that no, no, but you can understand it. You can see a good-looking man and be like, he's a fucking good-looking man. Oh, of course. Man. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. look at a dude, you're like, fucking, man, he, that's a good-looking bloke. Yeah. Like, it's not gay to say a dude's good-looking. Yeah. Like, fucking hell, but, yeah. Anyway, it Mate, is what it is. I appreciate you coming on. No, thank you. Especially through uh, through all the, the shit that you're dealing with. And like you said, you don't want to fucking answer questions about yourself at this point in your life and career, and <laughs> yeah. I get it. We've taken a long time to get this one done. And, no, I think... Uh, it, I appreciate it, mate. Hey, you're a fucking good dude. I think I think this one was a, probably one of my favourite ones, so thank you. No dramas, mate. Yeah, it's put the longest one... Oh, shit. The longest one, but the most enjoyable because three hours, that went fast. Yeah. You know? And there was some good topics, like a lot of weird shit, but good shit. And We're um, fucking weird guys, though. I know. But yeah, weird guys. I guess if anyone can take anything away from this, it's, I guess... I don't fucking care. <laughs> you know, I don't care what yeah. your opinion is fair, of me. If you don't like me, that's okay. You don't have to like me. Yeah. You know, when I, I don't like people as well, you know. You got to want to criticize me and whatever, go for it. Because at the end of the day, man, we're, we're, we're all going to die. Fucking nice. And uh, that's it. So, yeah, anyone who's listening and is a supporter of mine, thanks for your support. I really appreciate it. And, um, yeah, let's keep it going. Fucking so. unreal. We're all going to die. Love you, mate. We're all going to die. <laughs> 
if you enjoyed this content, please like and subscribe. And to listen to the full three-hour podcast, search Gypsy Tales in your favorite podcast platform or click the link in the description below. Gypsy Gang.